From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 140 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody and James. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. What's going on? I'm just happy to be here amongst Gumball Rally royalty. (laughs) (laughs) When are you coming back, Cody? You coming back next year? Come on. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) We already know the theme. It's gonna. It sounds awesome. Come on, you got to commit. Commit now. <laughs> I'll commit now. I'm back out yes. later. If that's what you want me to do. <laughs> well, that seems to be the pattern we're going with. So let's stick yeah. to it. <laughs> All right. Fair. I can do that. So if you listened to our last couple episodes, you know James was uh, at Disneyland this past weekend doing the Mice Chat Gumball Rally, and we'll be talking about that here in a little while. Uh, Cody and I, besides finding out where he finished and a few other things, haven't really asked him anything, uh, cause we wanted to save it for the show. So, right. um, he was out there last weekend at this time, I think Friday, right? You got out there fr- uh, Thursday night. Yep. Got out there yeah. Thursday night, Friday, slept in a little bit. Um, did a character breakfast over at, uh, storytellers, Hung out at the park a little bit. Um, just kind of took it easy. As as you guys know, we've learned in the past that <laughs> walking around and doing a bunch of walking and riding rides on Friday before rally day is not no, a good idea. No, <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. You got to save that energy for the next day. Because yeah, uh, uh, walking sorry, around Disneyland is, is, is uh, sometimes tiresome enough. And then you add on your... You're not really walking at a leisurely pace for the rally. You're you're trying to get no. from point A to point B fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a little more stressful on the uh, on the body parts. So. Yeah, yeah. We actually had a uh, <clears throat> dinner reservation Friday evening at the Wine Country Trattoria at uh, four o'clock. Uh, as soon as we were done with dinner, back to the hotel in bed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So before we get to James's uh, Mice Chat Gumball Rally story and recap, uh, let's talk a little news real quick. Um, I didn't know there was going to be an earnings call this week, and then things started getting announced. I think Cody on the text says, well, was there an earnings call or something? Is that why all these things are coming out? And yes, there was. a Sure enough. Walt Disney Company quarter one 2024 earnings call. Uh Quite a few things announced. I'll just pull up the uh, WaltDisneyCompany.com website here. I did want to say congrats to James. Disney stock's up. Uh, yes. Last time I looked money. at it was like like two weeks ago. It was I think it was still down in the 80s. Uh, so what is, What's it at right now? It is currently at – I just had it – eight a share, and that's down $2.15 from, from yesterday's wow. closing. So. 108 a share? 108, yeah, 39 a share. So nice. My net worth is 
steadily climbing. Which we will talk a little bit about the uh... <laughs> with my with my. How many, did, how many did we decide to have? 10, 15? I think you said 10, 10 shares. Yeah. yeah. 10 we'll shares. talk about James's uh, cash dividend here in a little while. It was announced at yes. the earnings call what he'll be getting soon. So, Oh, was it announced? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll just do that first. I'll skip to the bottom part of these notes. Disney's board declared a cash dividend of 45 cents a share payable in July of 2024. Hey. And Disney is almost- targeting to repurch, uh, repurchase up to $3 billion an aggregate of Disney's common stock. I guess they're looking to buy some stock back. That's almost uh, five bucks. That's five cash bucks dividend for, right. for doing nothing. Cold hard cash. I could there we go. If, if if we do that next quarter, I could buy a churro with that. A churro, yeah, yeah. Maybe even a specialty churro. <laughs> well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> yeah, let's not go crazy. <laughs> uh, man, you didn't you didn't happen to. Uh, go over to the Cozy Cone and get one of those banana split churros, did you? I did not. No. Oh, man. You missed out. Yep. So, all right. Let's see. What did it say here? Here are some of the announcements made by Disney. You guys can interrupt me if you got to share some thoughts or if you if there's anything on here that I don't talk about. As announced on Tuesday, the full suite of ESPN's channels will now be available direct to consumers as part of a new joint venture with Fox and Warner brothers to create a new streaming sports service launching this fall. Uh, This brings together content from across all these companies, combined assets, including all the major professional sports leagues and college sports. So it looks like their sports streaming is getting bigger. It's a joint. They didn't say they bought those things. I guess they said it's just a joint venture. So yeah, it's a some sort of partnership because they had announced a while ago that they were looking for partners for ESPN to kind of help right. uh, support and, some costs there with what. They and were to be to honest, oh, here I'll just read this next part because it kind of goes along with it. Uh, by fall of twenty twenty five, Disney will offer ESPN as a standalone streaming option with innovative digital features, creating a one stop sports destination unlike anything available. To go along with that, also uh, ESPN is adding a sports icon to his lineup. Recently retired Alabama head coach Nick Saban is joining the network as a commentator later this year. Uh, and to be honest, I'm a huge Disney fan. I I just haven't watched ESPN in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't uh, I don't watch a lot. I, I mean, I I watch sports all the time. I don't watch a lot of sports news. I usually get my sports news from articles and stuff. Um, but I can't tell you the last time I actually turned on ESPN and watched it. Um, to me, ESPN for a while, and I don't know, uh, maybe I'll have to go back and check it out. It became like MTV to me where you know, ESPN used to be about sports. MTV was about music videos. And then MTV went away from music videos. And it seemed to me like ESPN went away from like broadcasting sports. It was all talk shows and commentary. And uh, so that's just my opinion. I, I didn't watch it a lot. I've got too many other things to watch, but I mean, do do they not show games? Oh, they still do. They still oh, do. Okay. It's just I, besides football during the football season, I don't watch a lot. I'll, I'll watch some baseball every, every every once in a while, but uh, I'm not a huge basketball fan anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where I would watch a lot of my my basketball back in the day. But um, back in the day, back in the day. 1963. <laughs> uh, see, what else did Disney say? Apparently, uh, 
and I didn't, I mean, we talked about this in our texting back and forth. Um, I didn't know they were releasing Moana as a animated film. I, after I did a little digging, it looked, it sounded like they were talking about doing it on a, like straight to Disney plus type thing or a, uh, like a series TV series. Yeah. Is what was in the works. And then there was a live action Moana coming out in like 2025. Uh, but they announced it's going to be a feature length animated sequel to Moana coming out this Thanksgiving, November. Um, so that was so kind that, of a that was a surprise, right? Surprise, it yeah. like a lot of people did not realize that they were going to do that. Yeah, from, from that what manner. I can tell, this is that was the first mention of a feature length Moana right. animated sequel. And along with it, they released a teaser trailer, very 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 short teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. It shows you know, you're coming into view of an island that's in the middle of the ocean. Comes to the beach, you see Moana's leg standing in the sand. With a with a little ship next to her, she pulls out the shell and blows into it, and then that's really all you know. Uh, so there's a boat, there's an island, Moana, and you hear you you hear a yell during the coming whatever November. Yeah, from uh, from Maui. Yeah, so uh, not much um, as far as they're trying any, to find any, any movie detail. to make some money. <laughs> it, it, you know, because they're, they're like, like, what do we got in the works? We need to put something on the big screen that's going to yeah. make some money. <laughs> when I had seen, you know, because Bob Iger was doing some interviews and stuff. Uh, was this yesterday the new news came out? Um, uh, when or the yesterday, day say? Yeah, something like that. Within the last couple of days, and he was doing a series of, or he was doing a interview, uh, probably with ABC News or something. I don't know. Uh, and he was saying that the theatrical schedule for this the rest of this fiscal year was a little dry because of everything that had to get pushed back with the the writers and the actors strike and all that that happened last year and so it seems like it may uh, obviously it this was originally going to be a tv show it sounded like but it may have been more of a financial decision more than anything else it's like and can we cram these you know, six episodes and just call it a movie and yeah. flush it out. Or so. Let me I jump to this part in here where it talks about the uh, the theater, the uh, movie schedule. Uh, he also talked about some new movies coming out this year: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. We got Inside Out Two, which is a sequel to Inside Out. You got Deadpool Three coming out, Alien, Romulus, and then Mufasa: The Lion King. Uh, so Ooh. you can you can add Moana Mufasa. too. Two. <laughs> When's Deadpool coming out? Uh, this this year. It's summer, this year. I it's summer sometime. We're supposedly yeah. supposed to get a trailer for it during Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh trailer also probably for Inside Out 2. The next they one. released a small kind of teaser-ish oh, thing they? again yesterday or was it earlier today? It wasn't very long. Um it showed off like the main emotions from the last movie during okay. uh, like a sequence of hockey or Riley at a hockey game. And so she's excited, okay. sad, you you know, and then uh, they feature the, the anxiety emotion the, again. The new emotion. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, so it, I mean, maybe was Super Bowl we'll get, we'll get another one, a little more with maybe another 
emotion or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's that July twenty sixth, James, to answer your question for Deadpool three. Oh, okay. Summer cool. summer movie. Right Sounds around like I'm birthday. Gonna go see it for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, they announced they see after mentioning Disney slate of upcoming films such as Captain America, Brave New World, Fantastic Four, and Avatar Three. I'm assuming those are later years, not 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iger pointed out that these films will not only reach a global audience in theaters, but as we've consistently demonstrated, will become important anchors on our global streaming platform, so Disney Plus and such. Um. Some animated films coming out. We got twenty. We got Inside Out two and Moana two coming out in twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. Elio and Zootopia two. Elio was supposed to be this year, I believe, originally. Yeah, like that in got, March or something. Yeah, that What's got it called? pushed. Elio. Elio. It's it's weird. Okay. I got Strange World vibes. It's about the kid that becomes like the planetary consulate for the intergalactic yeah. federation of the United Planets. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, it was. Well, that doesn't it, sound it was too convoluted at all. <laughs> <laughs> first, first seventy five percent of the movie is explaining what the heck it's about. <laughs> and then in twenty twenty six, we got Toy Story five and Frozen three. Yeah. So um, I think they just announced they're going to do Frozen four already, right? <laughs> Jesus, looking to be like, shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. yeah, it seems to me like just the slate of upcoming animated things. It seemed like they 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 missed their mark on the last couple, so they're like, "Yeah, let's." What was good? Uh, Moana, Moana. Okay, let's let's release another one. Uh, Frozen did well. Let's let's go three. Toy Story. We got to do a five, even though we should have stopped at three. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Zootopia was popular. Let's do another one of those. Inside Out. Let's see what's Riley's doing now. So, uh, I don't know. They're creatively i mean and it's still it takes it takes creativeness to to create these sequels and stuff uh and it's already properties that they know should do well so i don't blame them but yeah they're they're just their originals in the last five years of just basically since moana haven't been with disney and with pixar yeah haven't been performing like like before like they five want years them ago to. Yeah, yeah before 2016 so uh let's see what else did they talk about at this? Uh, Disney's oh, – I already said that one. Uh, Disney is enter- entering into an exciting relationship with Epic Games, acquiring a small equity stake and launching a groundbreaking new game and entertainment universe that brings together Disney's beloved brands and franchises which, with the hugely popular Fortnite. So we're going to have some Disney Fortnite going on. I don't play Fortnite, so I don't really know what Fortnite is about. The kids it's, used to play it. It's but, a game that was popular about ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm out of touch, but I think it's still popular. I've never played I'm, it, but I'm sure it is. Yeah, I stopped caring when they got kicked off the Apple platform. It seems like they do some. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm probably out of touch with today's youth, but they You're seem getting to do old, some- <laughs> Cody. You are getting old. <laughs> they seem to do like weird things. They host like these like concerts and things like that like in game yeah. like, like a couple years ago like post malone marshmallow like they do these concerts yeah. like in the game and did you I say don't marshmallow or marshmallow <laughs> said like you said marshmallow <laughs> well you know i spent some time down there in texas so it's a marshmallow 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fortnite's always eluded. Yeah. Me. Yeah. And then let's see. So yeah, the uh, partnership with them coming out. Did you, uh, does that article say, or what you're reading or your notes there, does it say how, cause I know the number, but does it say what their small share stake costs them? They didn't buy a majority stake. It is a minor stake. Yeah. But, uh, the Walt Disney company site doesn't, it, I don't see anything with a, with a, a cost. It was like one point five billion. Really, so one point five billion is a small share. Yeah, jeez, it's still a minority share. They do not wow. own majority. Yeah. So it says uh, Iger said this marks Disney's biggest entry ever into the world of video games and offers significant opportunities for growth and expansion. The new immersive universe will allow fans to unleash their own creativity and experience the Disney stories and worlds that they love in groundbreaking new ways. So it's, I mean, the most surprising thing about it is the fact that it's Bob Iger and he didn't just buy out Epic Games to begin with and call it <laughs> yeah. and throw another acquisition <laughs> under his belt. Uh, that's very true. Very true. Let's see. Next, uh, something that, this excited Cody and James, they haven't quit smiling since. Uh, Disney Plus will become the exclusive streaming home of Taylor Swift's historic concert film, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Uh, go. Co- Cody, look at him smiling now. Look at that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't wait to play that three and a half hours just on repeat. <laughs> uh, Jason's a so, closet Swifty. So starting March fifteenth, he, he, he doesn't like to admit it, but yeah. as soon as the podcast stops recording, he goes <laughs> right in there and starts playing a little nineteen eighty nine. No, yeah, Put, puts I, it on the turntable behind him. He's got the vinyl. <laughs> he doesn't uh, like anyone to know, but underneath that Disneyland spirit jersey is a Swifty is, shirt. That is a that is a negative. <laughs> That's the only reason he's rooting for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Whatever team Taylor Swift's boyfriend is on, says Jason. I'm not rooting for the Chiefs. I'm not rooting for the 49ers. If they could both lose, I would be extremely happy. So, so you're just you're just there for Taylor Swift, then, is what I'm. I'm just. I, I'm probably not. Honestly, I probably since we're off on a tangent, I'm probably not even watching the game. Oh, come on. What? You got to watch the commercials. Get out of here. Most of the commercials have been released. You won't even of, watch the game? I I it'll 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 be on it'll be on in the background, but I I'll probably be doing other stuff. It's What, what other did stuff I, are you going to be doing? Posting uh, on his Taylor Swift blog. No. Uh, <laughs> every de- <laughs> detailing in, you know, cleaning every the bathroom, time the camera uh, pans to her instead of bathroom. cleaning out the trash cans. <laughs> uh I thought about going to the park and uh, getting t- getting removing the gum off the bottom of the benches. You know? <laughs> Something exciting. Uh, what did I see it, it, it today? This was a Super Bowl that nobody wanted to see. Unless you're a Chiefs fan or a 49ers fan. Uh, I think there would have been a lot more hype if it was, say, the, the Lions and the Ravens as far as viewership. Really? Yeah, I, I'm excited to see. I wish what- the Lions were in there. I I'm wish ex- the Lions would have made it. Yeah, not excited is the word. I guess I'm. 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 I'm looking forward to see what the after the game what the uh, what the viewership numbers are because uh, I think it's going to be lower than. I think normal. it's going to be higher, higher because you got a lot of people there, tuning in for Taylor Swift. I mean, <sighs> the NFL. There's been it's going to be the most viewed Super Bowl 
ever. I yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. It totally will. They said that they've generated so much money since she started coming to these games, like especially like the Chiefs and the NFL as a whole. But the the viewership numbers that they're getting and the merch sales and stuff, people buying stuff for well, the like Chiefs I said, it's going to be watched by the people who who like the Chiefs and like the Forty ers Uh So and she's she's playing a concert in Tokyo, right? The night before, yeah, so yeah. it's not even. So the word is that she's not even going to be there. But there's going to be no, a no, no. She, ta- she's is she going to be there? She's got plenty of time to get back. She oh yeah, oh, no, yeah. she's got plenty I've of time. The, but I've there's seen been the no videos. The people have worked. It out. She's going to yeah, go. Yeah, she, she, yeah. If, 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 if everything but there's going to be a big Taylor Swift watch countdown to see if she's going to make it. They're going to be tracking her like they track Santa on Christmas Eve. People track her private jet. Yeah, there are trackers out there yeah. on her. Like people track, I guess, because you can see the ownership on these flight trackers yeah. and stuff. Is, people will be watching her exact plane. It's it's is, ridiculous. Isn't it great that her concert's going to be on Disney Plus, and so now Taylor Swift is an official talking Disney subject? This is great, isn't it? Oh, see, <laughs> it's all Jeez. under the umbrella. I, I quit. Wait, what is? <laughs> uh. Where's your Taylor Swift soundbite? I don't have any Taylor Swift soundbite. Well, we'll need to work on that. The only one we ever do is that. now Taylor Disney podcast. No, no. Oh, I would. I'd rather step on a rusty nail twice. <laughs> that's pretty. Sounds that's like her next hurtful. single. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? All this will all this will go away, and you know the whole football thing. Once once her and Travis Kelsey break up, and she writes a song about him. Uh, so I had something derogatory to say, but it's a family show, so I won't. Wow. Uh, no, it's what the song title could be. How about you? Know. <laughs> Oh. oh shoot! We're already almost thirty you, minutes you know in. We haven't even started to talk about the you know, rally. Yet. From, from the wise words of Taylor Swift, haters gonna hate, hate, hate. I don't hate. hate I don't hate. hate her at all. I'm just not a fan of her music. Okay, and fine. it's not. It's not. It's not her fault that the 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 television network pans to her every time Travis Kelsey sniffs the ball. You know. So right. And granted, it's only like thirty to forty five seconds in a two and a half hour game, but. When I'm watching football and Travis, and I'm not a Kansas City Chiefs fan by any means, but uh, there was one I forgot. I forgot what what game it was. Kelsey scored a touchdown, and they panned to her before he even crossed the goal line. He's like, he's about <laughs> to score. Let's see what Taylor Swift is looking like. Uh, they wanted a reaction, a live but, reaction. But get his reaction. He's the player. <laughs> <sighs> so all right, it'll, next it'll 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 all be over soon once once they break up. So. Oh, they're getting married. He's proposing. Know. She's going to fly from Tokyo. He's going to propose after they win the game. I was going to say, wouldn't that be the proposal of the century? He does it, oh my you know, God. during his MVP. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> and Taylor, will you marry me? Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Chase <laughs> is like, I'm really not going to watch it now. <laughs> and she's getting all kinds of free advertising now because every time they pan to her, they're going to mention the new album. She just announced at the Grammys and it's just going to yeah. generate more buzz for her. And well, good for I, her. Good I, for I'm going to say you got to hand it to her. She's quite the strategist. She knows what yeah. she's doing. Yeah. She I ain't just, dumb. That's for sure. Maybe, maybe someday she'll make adult music. Who knows? 
Oh, okay. She's 30-something. Yeah, maybe, like maybe she could sing last, about some adult topics. Her last five albums have had the explicit uh, some adult thing topics. on them. Yeah. Clearly. Maybe, maybe make some albums for, for adults and not teenage clearly girls. Jason hasn't listened to any of her albums. Since so it's obvious I haven't listened to any of her. Teardrops on my guitar. Okay, okay, you McGraw. two. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. Let's move uh, on. Talking Disney. Talking uh, Disney. Yeah. Yes, talking Disney, not talking Taylor. <laughs> Good job, Taylor. James and I are going to go start our own Taylor Swift <laughs> podcast. By all there means. <laughs> By all means. All right. So, yeah, that's all. You you guys have anything else from the earnings call that you saw? That Nope. Or any other quick news before we talk about the rally? Yeah. yeah. I think we hit the... The main points, yeah, from the from the earnings call, all all the uh, all the Disney resorts, all the parks across the world were profitable in Q one. So, and they have been the last couple earnings calls. I mean, it's been the I think mm-hmm. the parks that have that have keeping uh, the company afloat. Yeah, made up for some of the the other areas that weren't so lucrative. I got to so. tell you, it's it's kind of uh, a tangent, but it's. Related, I've been reading more listening to, but that Bob Iger's book that I've been trying to read for the last two years, I'm finally just listening to it on audiobook. It's not a super long book, but man, it is really interesting hearing him kind of give his perspective on all the kind of how he worked up through ABC and then when Disney acquired ABC and then how he kind of worked up from there and the different kind of acquisitions that have taken place. Uh, throughout the years, it, it's been very interesting. I've been really. Yeah, I don't enjoying think it. I. So I I've don't been, think I have that book. I've been kind of in the Bob Iger verse this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's not one of my books I have yet. I don't think so. I would recommend it. I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still working my way through, but it, it's quite enjoyable, especially if you're into have... like the history of the company and stuff, or right. modern history, I guess, of the company. It's quite interesting. All right. Well, if that's it, uh, just quick thing: the earthquake in Malibu today, four point six. Malibu, close enough to Disneyland where they felt it. Uh, ride shut down, and they had to go through and make sure everything's good. Uh, I don't think it stayed. The ride stayed closed for very long. Didn't um, seem like it. And then yesterday was DCA's anniversary. What twenty three years? Twenty three years. Yeah. A lot has changed in 23 years. Oh, and how many how many years for us? Isn't it our anniversary here? It is. Uh, what what was the date we? I texted you guys. I thought. I thought you said. I just like worked Cody, here. Cody posted that. Come listen to the podcast like on February 1st, and I think you said like the official was February 4th. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Because I, I posted uh, – not posted. I, I set myself a reminder to post on TikTok uh, a quick reminder that it was the anniversary of the Talking Disney podcast, and of course I did not do so. So Yeah. Feb- I'm pretty sure February 4th, 2019 was our – was the first episode. Let me go back. Is I don't know if that's when we published it though. So five years. I was gonna say, you tell me it's been I've been hanging out with you on a weekly to every yeah, other episode, week basis for five years. Episode one was February fourth, published February fourth, two thousand nineteen. So we probably recorded it on February first. 
probably because back probably back then it, it took me it would it would take me two or two or three days to 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 edit it. Um, <laughs> I remember that that me first like night. Minutes. I I think we did like a like a mic test, and then like the next day or something, we actually did we recorded the episode. And I remember that first time we actually hit record. And and back then when we started this thing, we couldn't see each other. At least now we no. can see each other, and it's a little bit more conversational. Before it was just kind of like this awkward phone call. We didn't know when the other person was going to say something because we just didn't have the visual cue. And I remember it was like it was so difficult to to start that very first time because your microphone shy and you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know how to say it. It's like, it's like that interview of Ricky Bobby and he's just raising his hands. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. That's how we were. Even though we weren't even being, you know, video recorded. It's right. like, what do I do with my hands? What do I say? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're no, back and listen to that. We're no, we're no experts now, but it, I'm pretty sure it was horrible. Uh, if we, if we went back and listened to it now, it was like, wow, what were we thinking? Uh, so Hello, my name, my name's Cody. <laughs> mm, mm, it was, it was <laughs> just, yeah. It was, <laughs> is that what I sound like? I'm over here. sound like, no, not right now. Back, then, back, back then, back then you did. <laughs> back then I did. Okay, that was five right. years ago. <laughs> and before yeah. I hit puberty, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It was like, like Cody said, it was, it was, it was strange. Uh, like how do we start? What do we say? You know, mm-hmm. even though we, we had like what we were going to talk about, like transitions from this topic to that topic, how, how do we do it? It was just because we had never done it before. So it was a learning experience. And that's where, if you ever hear, hear us say anything like, screw it, let's do it. That's where that came from. Cause we were like, okay, how do <laughs> we're we trying to build ourselves up? Yeah. yeah. Should we, should we, okay, let's do this and do this. And okay, enough talking about it. screw it. Let's just I mean, do we, it. We spent an hour, so, an hour and a half just trying to start that first episode. And yeah. It's like, we just screw it. Let's just do it. We just need to get something out there. Yeah. Yeah. So and now here you are on episode 140. 140. So five yeah. years later, five years. That is crazy. Half a decade. Uh, we should make some t-shirts. We- <laughs> <laughs> you shut up, Cody. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> uh, maybe soon we'll start, we'll start taking this serious and making some money at it. So you guys were all in town and could have helped me make those stinking t-shirts. <laughs> oh, don't even put that blame on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on me. <laughs> Oh boy, that's funny. All right, all, all right. Well, that's really all the news we got. Let's let's talk about why we came here tonight. What did we come uh, here for? Talk about Taylor Swift. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we came here to talk about the Mice Chat Gumball Rally. Yes, that James participated in. That Cody and I participated in two years ago. Yes, two years ago. And this is your fifth time, right, James? Fourth. Or fourth. This was my fourth, fourth time running it. Yes. So once before COVID, COVID hit, and then you didn't do it, and then the last three years. Yep. January or February 2020 was our first time. Had no idea yep. what we were getting ourselves right into. Right before the COVID closure. Right yeah. before. Right before COVID hit. Um, about, a about a month. About 45 days before. Um, 2021, they did not hold it because of COVID. Everything shut down. And then 2022, they were back. We ran it then. 20, that's and when, you guys, that's when we, we all did ran it. it. The three of us did it together with, uh, well, you both with your wives and me with Jen. Well, with your, work, with your work wife. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jen and I, our wives are too interested in, in sleeping in. Uh, so oh, and, I think and, uh, I think they should have teamed up and had a team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they keep talking about getting a team and then beating us. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. everybody keeps talking about beating us. And so far, only Cody's been able to manage say, to I do it. I don't know what's with the attitude. I did beat you. <laughs> Yeah, but that was a fluke, Cody, and you haven't been back since, and uh, I think you're a little scared. I'm just trying to allow you the opportunity to like <laughs> win the whole thing before I come back and just you know embarrass what? you. I think I could have won it this year, man. I think I screwed I re- up. I, I really thought you were going to, and I'd like to hear you go through it because um, – I really think I screwed up this year, and – as I thought about it, something key was announced when they were announcing first and second place. And I was like, ah, I didn't even think about one thing. And I think I screwed up. <laughs> oh, no. You rode the so, train too many times, many times. And then he had to stop at the bathroom. And that was all downhill. No, no. That was two years ago. That's so two years ago, Cody. <laughs> yeah. All right. So tell us about it. So Gumball Rally, for those that uh, haven't listened to us before, and I think the Gumball Rally is the first time that I actually was a guest on this podcast, right? I think I was coming on to report about it. Talk was about your else? first time, probably your first time doing it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that so might have been think, your first time as a guest. Yes. And I think that was the first time that you guys had a three-hour episode. I don't know. Because <laughs> your first full-time <laughs> episode with us was 51. Right, right. Uh, I'm I'm going back. So around February 2020, February, let's see. Episode 34 is James's Adventures at Disneyland. That was February 24th. So that would have been after the rally. Yep, that was it. Um, so anyways, the rally is something that's been going on for, shoot, I think it's been going on for, if not 20 years, close to 20 years. Uh, Mice Chat puts it on each year. It sounds like the times they put it on has varied over the years. I've heard they used to do it around Memorial Day. Um, I think that's what I heard. Um, the last few years, it's been in February. That's each time that I've done it. It's been in February when we did it, the three of us together, February. Um, so anyways, basically the premise is who can ride the most rides in Disneyland in a day? And the way they keep track of that is they have either a uh, game game book, uh, one or two, or shocker this year, three. Um, <laughs> and basically, there's different questions in there. So uh, different questions that you may not – you may have ridden a particular ride like Peter Pan. You could have ridden that thing 200 times, but they'll come up with a, a, a question that you have to ride and you have to look for a very specific uh answer to a question and then you have to answer that question and hope you get it right and so you're going through and and answering questions the first time i did it there was just one guidebook or game book um the next year they had two and basically the premise was uh, you keep you start with one you choose one of the two to start with and you have a certain amount of time about four hours and then there's about a three or four hour window where you trade it out and get the second guidebook and keep that for the rest of the day um, you always have to race back to the Anaheim Hotel uh, by the end time, which this time was 630. Um, and then they count up all the points and you see, you know, who came in what place. So this year, um, 
It was interesting. Uh, we got there at 6 a.m. Uh, the Anaheim Hotel is where it starts and where it finishes, uh, which is real close to the entrance of the park. We decided this year, this was our first year to stay at the hotel. Um, every other year we've stayed somewhere else. So it was kind of nice to be able to sleep in a little bit longer. Um, and we had to report at six o'clock because we did the VIP. They have a VIP option where they'll serve you breakfast. Um, they'll give you seats up front at the tables. Um, and then when you get back, they'll serve you dinner. So we did that. I think last year was the first time they offered that or no, two years ago. No, we did the it. First time that, yeah, because yeah. we all did it. So I think, I don't know if that was the first time they offered it. I'm not sure. Um, I think that year we did, it was the first year they did the VIP. Yeah. So we've, we did it that year. We did it last year and we did it this year again. Um, I think I'll do it every time that they offer it because I like getting there early and, and getting the breakfast. I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to start this race. So one, I think it's a, probably allowed you the opportunity to mingle with some of the other people running it and, and form connections there with some of the other teams too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one person that we met uh, two years ago when we were all there, Rebecca, um, mm-hmm. I think she was there at the VIP, right? Her and her husband. Yeah. We were sitting at the same table as them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she's, she's a great friend. Uh, you know, we saw her there, her and her husband were there. She told me, um, she told you, you guys needed to win this year. Yes. Sounds like you yes. let her down. Yes, I did. Thank you, Cody, for, <laughs> thank you for starting the story on a complete downer. I appreciate it. Yes. So here's the report by James on how he let everybody down in his life. <laughs> oh, that was quite the leap. Yeah. We escalated that real quickly. So anyways, we got there at six o'clock. Uh, you know, all the other teams start getting there at six fifteen, six thirty, And then they, uh, you know, I think they started announcing things about seven o'clock and they have some social influencer teams. And I'm really not sure, like I'm trying to figure out what exactly the difference is for the social influencer teams, because it seems like they're running the same race. It seems like they have the same booklets. I know they have a little bit more latitude as far as being able to use their phones and posting to social media. I mean, obviously they're influencer teams, so they're trying to uh, promote the race, promote the brand. And you have to do that by, you know, uh, posting stuff, live streaming, whatever. But then they also get places when they get back, you know, like they're different placements, I just don't know if there's any other difference or if they're just they're strictly running the race and whichever of them comes in first for that. I don't know. So anyways, something to find out for next year. But uh, anyways, they start announcing. And one of the first things that they say is this year, instead of two booklets, and I'm pretty sure Dusty said for the first time ever, there's going to be three booklets. And I did buy the booklets at the end. They usually have them for sale there. I like to buy them just to kind of go back and look at them, even though, you know, this is the fourth one and I've never looked back on one ever. So uh, someday I'll go back and look at them. Um, But I have them here for reference today. And so basically the premise was you've got one book, the gold book that everyone got past uh, a copy of, and you kept that for the entire day. The other two booklets, red or blue, you had to pick one. And the same thing as the last couple of years where you have it, I think they started the turn in at 11 o'clock and ended it at three. So you write as many or as, as much as you want to in the one booklet, then you go trade it in and get the second booklet and continue to, to run. And real quickly, just to kind of describe a little bit about what's in the gold booklet, um, the theme this year, because uh, they always have a theme, uh, last year I think was... Mickey and Minnie's is off the rails, right? 
Um, the year before, I think it was something to do with the Jungle Cruise. The year before that, um, or no, the first the year, time I did it was the Child. Yeah, the year we went, it had something to do with uh, – was it the Jungle Cruise? But it, it, there was also a thing with uh, with the Genie like messing everything up or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have to find my, my booklets. but Yeah, yeah. So anyways, this year's theme was based on the 64 World's Fair. And the reason for that, it was kind of a cool theme to get because at first when I heard the theme, I was like, I don't even know, like, what does that have to do with Disney? And it turns out, as you start learning about the 64 World's Fair, that Disney had a lot to do with that. Uh, He was asked to uh, make some rides. It's where Small World uh, debuted. Um, It's also where... Uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln debuted. So those were two shows that were there. A third show, he was in charge. He he had four shows there. So those were two of them. The third one was the Carousel of Progress um, started there. And then the fourth one was something to do with Ford, the Ford Skyway, something or other. And you you rode around in actual Ford vehicles. Exactly. Exactly. So and part of that ride, part of the Ford ride was the dinosaurs were in there that are now at Disneyland uh, between Tomorrowland and Main Street uh, when you're on the railroad, when you're going through there. Primeval, uh, the primeval World. World, exactly. Yeah. So, and of course, Small World, we know, got moved to Disneyland. Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln got moved to Disneyland. And Carousel of Progress was also moved to Disneyland, but later moved to Disney World where it still is, uh, playing shows. Um so that was the theme, the, kind of those four rides. And our, our our team name, you know, we tried to figure out a team name, and I've, I've tried to to go off of what the theme is. And so with the theme being the 64 World's Fair, we, we decided we're going to call ourselves Rolling in My 6-4. And we came up with the logo, and the logo was a, a convertible Ford Mustang, uh, 64 Ford Mustang, to kind of honor the, the, the Ford Skyway uh, ride. Um, driving the Ford Mustang was Abe Lincoln to honor, uh, you know, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Um, of course with Abe driving, we had to have Walt Disney riding shotgun in the, in the Mustang and in the back street, we had to, I mean, back street <laughs> in the back seat, we had the, uh, the guy, I can't think of the guy's name, but from Carousel of Progress. So he was riding in the back seat. Um, we had a dinosaur, a T-Rex chasing us. And then the it's a small world. The character is just kind of on the sidelines watching us. And then, of course, with the dinosaur, uh, you know, we had to throw in some other Disney characters. So Donald was riding the dinosaur and Mickey was holding onto a string and just kind of floating back there. So that was our team name and our team logo. Um, and going back to sorry, that was a long roundabout way to get talking about this gold book. Everything in the gold book. Well, not everything, but a lot of the stuff in the gold book had different questions about those rides that uh, debuted uh, back there at the World's Fair. The other twist was the point, the, the rides were worth different points. Now, the last two years, the rides were all just worth one point. So everything was right. just worth one point. When I first did it, and it was just a single booklet, the rides were worth different points. And I want to say that we were able to use fast pass back then i think fast pass was still not phased out yet and they had different point values for the different points and kind of the twist that year was 
if you could use a fast pass for it, uh, like Indiana Jones, you could go ahead and use a fast pass, but that ride would be worth one point. Whereas if you were to get on Jungle Cruise that didn't have a fast pass, it would be worth two points or three points or something like that. I have to go back and look at the booklet. Um, so the gold book with the rides that are in there, like the Disneyland Railroad was a four-part question like it has been before, was worth five points. Uh, you know, things like the Main Street vehicles. So not only things that were at the 64 World's Fair, but also things that uh, might have still been at the park at that time or something along that line. Sounds like it, so, yeah. So the Main Street vehicles uh, was worth two points. Uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln, five points. So there's a few, you know, it's a small world, five points. And there are some things on here. And that's the thing that Dusty said. He said some of the rides that might take a long time that people want to get in, you know, try to try to get to uh, were also included in this book, uh, like Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, you know, let me see what else is on there. Uh, well, yeah, those are, you know, some of the ones that are a little bit longer rides, but they're only worth one point each. Um, you know, of course, the all teams photo, you get together for a team photo, that's worth 10 points. That's also included in the gold booklet. So we had this gold booklet and most of the, there's a lot of points in there. Um, and then we also had to choose red or blue as we were walking out, getting ready to head over to Disney. So it's funny as, as we were starting, like I was trying to think of a strategy. It's hard to think of a strategy for this because you just never know <laughs> exactly what's going to happen. And, and leading into this, I was thinking, okay, you know, probably no lightning lanes, uh, you know, not sure about the phones. And they did announce uh, for the phone, uh, as far as the phones go, that you're not supposed to use the phones. Um, they didn't want you using them uh, pretty much at all, other than you had to take pictures because some of the rides, it's just hard to pick a question uh, because they're out in the open and anyone can see them. So they have you take a, a picture on the ride, um, like the main street vehicles. It would be hard to like, what question do you, do you ask uh, that you would have to answer that you can't just walk up to the vehicle and, and be able to answer it. So, so there's several, several uh, questions in the different booklets that you have to take a picture on. So of course you have to use your phone for that. You have to upload that to Instagram. Um, I'm not even sure I can't remember if they said we could use it for wait times or not, but they did say be real careful with your phones because if we notice you using your phones, if we notice you texting, if we notice you doing anything, uh, you'll be disqualified. I mean, you guys have heard the speech. You yeah. know, don't don't Which, do anything outside the rules or you get disqualified. Right. And I'll bring I, I just want to interject when we the first year we went, you're telling me what happened in 2020, like you were allowed to use your phones, I think, a lot more. So yeah, and posting on do Instagram, the fast pass and everything. Yeah, yeah, and that was before I was really on Instagram. So I'm like, I'm like creating an Instagram account, doing all that in the morning, trying to clear up some space on my phone because it was an older phone. And then Dusty says, "Oh yeah, phones aren't allowed today." Yeah. I was like, well, crap. <laughs> yeah, and I think so, that year, I don't think they were allowed at all, right? Like, no, I don't think no, we, we had they to were. Upload- we didn't have to upload any pictures or anything. It was you were not supposed. To, if they saw you yeah. with your phone out. Yeah, uh, and like you know, I we're off on vacation. The kid, the kids are at home, and so every once in a while, I would have to pop in the bathroom. Hey, did did the kids text me or anything? No. Okay, let's go. Let's go ride a ride. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, they were they were really strict that year. Uh, yeah. So, heaven forbid that you had to check your phone to see how your kids were. I mean, that's like so nineteen ninety five and before. <laughs> 
can't even can't even go to a full day without checking on the kids. But no, yeah, I, I yeah. understand what you're saying. So, so they did say you know no phones except for the pictures. Um, you know they said you can mobile order. Of course, you have to use your phone to get into the park because you you got to scan your ticket. Um, someone even asked, you know, if we're standing in line, can we play games on our phone? And Dusty was like, no. He said, if you if we see on your phone, you're disqualified. So. You know, then it's like, oh, shoot. And I think I sent you guys a text right then like, hey, no phones today. I'll see you. I'll talk to you after the race because, yeah. you know, I didn't want you guys texting me and then wondering what's going on, which I know you would have known anyways. Right. And like Teresa, my wife, she like when she didn't hear from me that I mean, she knew that, you know, mm-hmm. phones were out. Which well, because one of the things, I, too, with being disqualified maybe in general, but I know like the year we ran in in, in 20 one right yeah 22 they say like especially with the phones they said you know if we see you on your phones if the spotters see you on your phones you know they'll report back that you're gonna you know your team is disqualified but you don't get notified that you've been disqualified so in a sense like you could you know for lack of a better phrase waste your time the rest of the day trying to compete in this thing but you've been disqualified because you pulled out your phone in line earlier Yep. And they don't know if you're trying to Google answers or watch YouTube videos or if you're, right. you know, seeing if your kids need something, you know, in a different time zone in a separate state. You know, they just I didn't pull disqualified. Up, I finally pulled up the mice chat page. There, there is a picture of you and Jen on there with Dusty. It looks like you're exchanging your book. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's where yeah, we're that. right there at the the riverboat. Um, whatever they call it, where the, the riverboats used to be. The motorboat motor cruise. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's fine. So, so as we're going into this, I'm trying to think of, like I was saying, it's hard to plan a strategy, right? Like, mm-hmm. how do you plan this? So I was looking at, you know, we said on our last couple episodes, uh, we did some reports on the trips and, and uh, I was talking about Disney World. There's somebody that I follow. I think her name is Casey. Um, she used to be like Disneyland Daily or something like that, but she's changed her name to like SoCal Daily or something like that. Her, I, I believe her name's Casey, and she has these different strategies for going to the parks, and they're really great. If if you've ever, uh, if you haven't ever seen them, um, and you're going to the park, it's good to go because she she does these different strategies and she updates them, you know, often to kind of give you a way to maximize the number of rides that you're going to ride. And she she she'll do a list uh, for a particular park. And she will tell you, you know, if you're going to be using Lightning Lane, you should do this. And she'll she'll tell you get to the park an hour early. Uh, as soon as you're able to make a Lightning Lane for this ride, uh, immediately go to the, this ride, and then go to that ride, and then go to this ride. Then redeem your your Lightning Lane. Then immediately make another one. I mean, she's got the whole thing planned out to where you could ride everything. So I tried one of her strategies when we were in Magic Kingdom. Um, at Disney World. I've never used them before. I've seen it. I've followed her for a while. Always been interested in them. Um, used one at Magic Kingdom when we were in Disney World a few weeks ago, and it worked really well. And of course, it can't be like perfect, right? Because sure. the days are never perfect. You don't know what's going to, uh, you know, the day that I was trying to use it, the third ride I think in was supposed to be Pirates of the Caribbean, but uh, they had a late start that day. So, you know, and she says in her strategies, if one's closed or something's down, go to the next one. So she kind of gives a flow for the thing. So I was thinking about that the night before the gumball rally. I was like, you know what? I want to look at her strategy for Disneyland to see what she recommends without lightning lane, because I'm anticipating that we're not going to be able to use lightning lane. And I think her first, I think the first thing that she tells you to go to is 
Space Mountain, if I remember correctly. And I think you do Space Mountain and then, uh, you know, I'd have to pull it up. I don't know. If, I, I think maybe one or two others in, in Tomorrowland. And then she has you head over to uh, to Adventureland, I think, to try to get on Indiana Jones, the Jungle Cruise. And, and, and these are strategies that she's tested out. And so, so I'm thinking of that as I'm going into this. And, I'm, and, and at this point, we've been given the gold book. So I look through it. I see that Rise of the Resistance is one point. So immediately I'm turning to Jin and I'm like, well, we're not doing Rise today because there's no way on the best day you're going to be waiting 45 minutes for Rise. And you might get 40 minutes into that and it might go down. It might be down for two hours. I mean, who knows? We're not going to sacrifice for one point. And, uh, you know, we weren't sure, you know, because he said, where are we going to start? I said, you know what? We're going to go to Space Mountain first. Because I was thinking of Casey's strategy going into Tomorrowland. And then I was like, well, we don't know what booklet we have. We can see in the gold booklet now. It's Space Mountain is not in there. So I'm thinking, okay, which one is it? Is it in red? Is it in blue? And I'm like, you know what? Space Mountain seems to me like it should be in the red booklet. <laughs> oh, I, I would have said blue. I, I would have said blue. Would yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I was thinking of the reverse psychology there. You would think blue, so I was thinking, well, they probably put it in red. So anyways, we got in line, got the red booklet, went. I start looking at it, and it's like there's no Space Mountain in the red booklet. Was it in the blue? It was in the blue, All yes. Right. That made <laughs> sense. And, and, I'm, and I'm looking to make sure that I'm not just making things up, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's in the blue. And it's only worth one point. But, you know, so – blew my strategy right out of the water, right out of the gate. So I'm looking at the different things in the red book and there's things like, uh, you know, there's a question in the Disney gallery and Disneyana, uh, the Tiki room, the jungle cruise, Winnie the Pooh, uh, millennium Falcon smugglers run rivers of America, big thunder. Uh, there's nothing really in, uh, Tomorrowland. Well, there's Autopia and Buzz Lightyear, two points for Autopia, one point for Buzz Lightyear. So we're going into the park and I'm, you know, we're walking and we're talking and we're like, where should we, what should we do? <laughs> I don't even know where to start. And I was like, you know what? Casey's strategy is starting Tomorrowland and then head over to Adventureland. So I was like, you know what? We're going to go over and we're going to get on the jungle cruise. Let me see what else in Adventureland on here. Um, the Tiki Room and Jungle Cruise. Obviously, we're not going to go right into the Tiki Room because that's never a long line. But I was thinking, let's go to Jungle Cruise, and then maybe we'll go over to Rivers of America. Those are both two points. Maybe we'll do Big Thunder, which is only one point. So we start, like, we get through the gates, and, you know, it's before, you know, it's rope drop, right? So, I mean, the ropes are up. The park hasn't officially, uh, they haven't dropped the ropes for you to go to all the different lands. And we're in line to go to Adventureland. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm looking at the book. I'm like, you know what? There are so many questions in this pamphlet, in this game book in Fantasyland. And one of them is Peter Pan. And I was like, you know what? Peter Pan, as we all know, is usually yeah. a long line. And we're sitting there waiting at the rope. And I'm like, you know what? You can like, rope Jin, drop it and still be 30 minute line. Exactly. So I was like, you know what, Jen? We need to change our strategy. We're, we're sitting here. We've only been here for a few minutes. Let's go get in the line behind the rope to go into Fantasyland. So we did that, and and we got in line, and we were waiting. And I think we kind of screwed up there because, you know, we're right there in the hub in front of the partner statue. You can also go on either side of the hub, you know, in the in the street. It's and I faster think that on the sides. Yeah. We well, discovered yes, that last yes. track. Yeah. Thank you. That would have been a valuable text, <laughs> like, before I could have used The road is wider. Because <laughs> we – 
to to interrupt you, we 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 rope dropped uh, the last trip we went in November. You guys, I think, came in later, but mm-hmm. uh, Kaylee and Braxton wanted rope drop, so I'm like, well, let's go to Fantasyland, and we got there. We were right there by the. We were at the rope by the partner statue. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking to the left and the right. And once they cleared us, the people on the left and the right beat us to the castle. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, that sounds remarkably similar to the experience <laughs> I had this past Saturday. <laughs> so the other thing that was going on that I, that I recognized is I can't remember who I listened to. Someone was telling me about rope dropping and unfortunately, not unfortunately, but they have early entry for Disneyland and for California adventure. And so if you're staying at one of the hotels, if you're staying at the the Pixar hotel, if you're staying at Disneyland hotel or the Grand California, you can get into one of the parks 30 minutes early, I think. Um, I don't think it's an hour. I think it's 30 minutes and they alternate. It's not like every park every day. And Saturday happened to be a Disneyland day that you could have early entry for. Now that doesn't mean you can get to every single ride. There's a limited amount, but usually Fantasyland is opened. And I was reading someone saying that if there's early entry in Disneyland, rope dropping Peter Pan probably isn't going to be a huge benefit because you're going to still, the ride's going to still be 30 to 45 minutes long just with the people that are there on early entry. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at this and we're waiting for, you know, we're waiting for eight o'clock to come and we're like, uh, you know, what are we going to do? So, so we get in there and of course, everybody's going to Peter Pan. And by the time we walk through the castle and we're walking along where they usually have the line and we're thinking, hey, this isn't this bad. We're going to get into this. And unfortunately, the ride, the the line hadn't had time. The cast members haven't had time to, to move it the way that it, they wanted it to be. So it was coming out of all the roped off, you know, back and forth area, the switchback area. And it was down past the carousel, like almost to Pinocchio like is where the end of the line was. And so we started walking to the end of it and we even got in the end in, into the line at the end of it. And it was like, uh, this is probably an hour long wait. Like, do we really want to wait an hour for Peter Pan? I mean, it's two points. So right now, like I'm kind of melting down. Like my mind is like, okay, I was going to, like, I was thinking Space Mountain, but we don't have Space Mountain. I was thinking Adventureland and the Jungle Cruise, but then we decided Fantasyland. And now, you know, like, what do we do? So we look over and Mr. Toad has like nobody in it. And that's one of the, one of the the questions, Mr. Toad. And it's worth two points. So it's like, you know what? While everyone's here for Peter Pan, we're going to try to nail all these other rides that are in here because they had Snow White's Enchanted Wish, Casey Jr. Circus Train, Mr. Toad, uh, Matterhorn is on there. Obviously, Which a little walk is the strategy Marsha and I used when we went. We went straight to Fantasyland, skipped yes. Peter Pan, but yes. rode all the other. I think we ran into Cody on Mr. on uh, Mr. Toad's. Yeah, right. So I think yeah. it's a great, great strategy. Uh, the King, the King Arthur's carousel, those are all rides in the red booklet. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six rides out of the, out of the 16 rides that are in this booklet. Six of them are right there in Fantasyland, and Peter Pan, everybody's at. So we went right to Mr. Toad and we were, we were on that ride like in no time. Yeah. Um, and we went right across to Snow White um, then we went right to, let me see, Pinocchio wasn't on that ride. Then we went to Casey Jr. And that's when we realized we were starting to get lucky. Like, because you start running into other teams, you start hearing what people are saying and you start to get a feel for where things at. Right. And, and we had just ridden Mr. Toad. We had just ridden 
Snow White, and we were on uh, Casey Jr. I want to say we were there like at eight fifteen. Like it's fifteen minutes we're already on our third ride. The third ride, yeah. And uh, someone was getting into this line, and they were like, "Yeah, we just tried to ride Mister Toad, but it broke down." And it was like, "What?" It broke down and they're like, yeah, we were waiting in line. We were going to be next on or something and it broke down. So it was like, we got lucky that we did that one first because I have no idea how long it was broken down. I know they got it back up at some point. But after that, we just kind of started getting into a flow. We hit as much as we could in Fantasyland um, and just started hitting everything that we could. Once we got to, oh, you know, we, we did the carousel. So we did, we did Mr. Toad. We did Snow White. We did Casey Jr., uh, I think we we did the carousel right after that. And then we went over to Matterhorn because I was like, hey, Matterhorn's single rider. Let's go over there and get on that real quick. And I have to say, Matterhorn- That's our strategy. We used it, me and Cody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I used the Talking Disney podcast strategy yeah. that, that apparently I didn't remember. But- me, me Marsha, Cody, and Lucy all went over there and we all rode single rider. Right. Yep. So-, so- so we went over there. Jen and I got in the single rider line. Um, it didn't take too long. We got on there, you know, had to take a picture. Of course, we didn't get on the same train, so we had or the same bobsled. So we had to, you know, I had to wait for him to 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 be one or two uh, bobsleds behind me. And then we went over, and I think that's when we got. We walked back through the castle and got on one of the the main street uh, um, vehicles. We got on one of the little cars, uh, took that up front, and they happened to drop us off right in front of Mr. Lincoln. So then we started shifting into the gold book. We went in Mr. Lincoln. I think we were one of only two people, one of only two groups in there. The other people didn't look like they were a team. Uh, I think traditionally a lot of teams do Mr. Lincoln later in the day. We happened to just say, hey, let's just hit it while we're – because they dropped us off literally right in front of it, walked over to Disneyana, and then we just kind of went about our day and just kind of – you know, we were kind of thinking, okay, well, let's do this. Let's do this. And we knew the group photo was going to be at 1.30, and we knew that we could trade our our things in starting at 11. Of course, you want to get as many as you can from the the first book as possible, but you also want to get it turned in as early as possible because we all know that the crowds get worse as the days go – as the day goes on. And so you don't know how many you're going to get in the blue in the in the next booklet, yeah. uh, and so we were trying to just jam through everything. And we were, I mean, we were flying through these things. And you know, one of them was Winnie the Pooh. Where at the one point it was like, you know what? Let's just go over there. We're doing so good on time. <laughs> Let's go over there. So we walked over to Winnie the Pooh, um, and we were just like I said, trying to hit everything. We got on the the railroad because mm-hmm. that's one thing that we learned a few years ago. A few years ago, we waited until the uh, evening to ride the railroad, and it's just hard to see because it's dark, right? So uh, that's one of the things that cost me. Where'd you guys uh, board it at? Uh, Main Street. Main Street. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did, uh, and it's hard to remember now. Um, but I think we did. You know, we did the Main Street vehicles. We did Mr. Lincoln. I'm pretty sure we did Disneyana next, uh, and then I think we got on the railroad, took it all the way around, and then we walked over to Jungle Cruise. I'm pretty sure is is yeah. the 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 way that we took. I remember one of my things because I I remember going and I wanted to talk about it later, so I was like marking down like okay we, we rode this one first, this one second, but then I was like I don't have time for this, and then I just screwed I, I screwed I was like I'm not I'm not keeping track of what I wrote. Let's just go ride the ride. But, yeah. 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 You know, I, and I meant to because I brought my GoPro. I was going to clip it on my hat and like hit record as we as we went, but I just 
never did it. I didn't want to take the time to play around with it and, you know, have it fall off or whatever. So I just didn't end up doing that. So anyways, we we went through the ride and kind of our goal was we knew that the group photo is going to be at one thirty in front of it's a small world. And one thing that we did last year, because the, the picture last year was in front of it's a small world. And I think the year that we did it, the three of us, it was in front of that theater back there by Toontown, right? Not the theater, but the, the amphitheater where they do yes. the Lion King thing. Yeah. Um, they, back then they did Tales of Mickey Mouse or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's where they have the little place where you can get the baked potatoes, right? So we knew that the picture was going to be in front of It's a Small World at 1.30. So our goal was let's try – and It's a Small World was, uh, was one of the rides worth five points in the gold booklet – so our goal was, let's see how many rides we can get out of the red booklet. Let's see if we can time it to where we can trade in the, the, the red booklet as we're walking to It's a Small World. Let's focus on trying to be at It's a Small World at one or as close to one as we can so that we can hopefully, if the ride's not too long, if the line's not too long, we can ride it, jump off, get right into the picture, and then already have our booklet and just keep going from there. So that was our that was our thought process, and that's what we stuck pretty close to, um, and I'd say we did a, a a pretty good job of that. Um, I'm trying to think of the different things that happened. Well, we often we often mention me and Marsha with the, our small world story. You and Jen got in line in Small World before we did. We got in after you, and we got into the ride before you did. <laughs> yeah, because they, yeah. they 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 sent us to the other side. So. Yeah. And, and actually that's something that I wanted to say because I think, well, no, that's not, that was two years ago. So last year they did the picture by it's a small world also. And so I remember thinking, well, we'll do it's a small world right after the, right after the photo. Unfortunately, a lot of teams did that. Also, unfortunately, there was a lot of people in line at that point at one thirty uh, last year. And I remember we got into line for it's a small world. And I want to say we waited like 30 minutes, maybe even 40 minutes. So it's like, I don't want to do that again. I want to try to knock it out before we do the picture. And if we can time it to be done like right before, that would be fantastic. That strategy actually helped us out quite a bit. We were able to get, I think, all but two in the red booklet. If I look back at it, we didn't do Smuggler's Run. We did Jungle Cruise, Dizziness, No White. We did end up going to Peter Pan when we walked when we were walking back through. At one point, we just sucked it up and got in line. It said forty minutes. I think it actually took about fifty minutes. I was a little little bummed, but we did do it. Um, Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. We didn't go back to that because that one's always a long line as well. Uh, so those were the only two in the red booklet that we didn't do. We didn't do Roger Rabbit. We didn't do Millennium Falcon. We didn't even try to. Jungle Cruise was a little iffy. We got into line. That took a little bit longer than normal. Peter Pan, like I just said, uh, took about 50 minutes instead of 40. But we were able to trade in our booklet. I want to say um, it ended up being about 1245-ish, somewhere in there. We got in line for It's a Small World, and we were getting off It's a Small World. Like I really thought we were going to miss the group photo because we were getting off of it's a small world at about one twenty, And it was one of those situations where, um, you know, the boats are stopping, you can see where you're going to get off, but you're like three or four back and somebody's taking their time getting off. And then before they go, the cast member comes around and there's a kid behind us standing up on the thing. Yeah. And they say, Hey, sit down before we you're, move. You can't, you can't be moving. We're, you're like yelling. Don't you know? I'm yeah. Doing and a, I'm like, a, yeah. And on, of guys. course you're holding it all in because you know, obviously this is all for fun. Obviously people are there for Disneyland. And, and one of the rules of the gumball rally is you've got to be the best 
Disneyland guest you can be, right? We're not there to, no one wants to see us yelling at anybody or right, getting irate. Right. And, and, and you wouldn't want to do that anyways, because one of the, one of the possibilities, if people are irate and acting like that is they won't allow them to do the, the gumball rally there anymore. So we made, you know, is, but I'm sitting there in the boat and I'm just like, come on, tell your kids to sit there. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm like looking at my watch and I'm like, we're going to miss the group photo. We're going to miss the group photo, but we didn't, we ended up getting over there. Uh, with a few minutes to spare, and then after that, we just started going at the at the blue booklet. I mean, uh, and we just tried to get in as many as we could. Where were um, you in the photo? I was looking at the group photo. I couldn't find you guys. So if you look at the photo, we're at the back left, and we had on. Uh, you know, I always want to have something on that kind of makes us stand out a little bit. Um, so if you look for two top hats at the back left you'll notice us. Uh, we're at the very back oh, row. Oh, I see. I see you guys now. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you look for the top hats, the two top hats at the very back yeah. left, that's where we're at. You're like, there's a, there's a, one of the arches for the small world entrance. You guys are kind of almost yeah. in the center of that. Yeah. 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 So, so after that, you have to get your, your sticker. And that was a little bit of a, uh, frustrating part because I'm sitting there waiting for, for one of the guys to put a sticker on. And as I'm getting there, there's like, you know, everyone's kind of holding their booklets out, right? Like you like, put a sticker on there and that's how they prove that you're there. And there's like two, there's like a, you know, they hoard around these people. Cause as soon as you get a sticker, everyone's out of there trying to get to the yeah. next ride. Um, but as I was getting close to the guy that had the sticker, he ran out of stickers. That, ha- <laughs> that like, happened to me and Marshall. And he was, and he was like, he was like, go find someone else, go find someone else. I'm like, Oh my goodness. So dusty is the next person I go over there and he's running out. He's only got like two stickers. So I kind of reached my hand over <laughs> Like, cause I've got a little bit longer arms. So I just like reach right over there and I got the, I think the second to last sticker from Dusty, but I got that and we just took off and, and we started writing, you know, everything else from there. So the afternoon, obviously it got a lot more busy. Um, you know, some of the things in here, the main street cinema, we, we decided right off the bat, we're going to do the main street cinema on the way out, um, uh, which was kind of a funny experience, um, well, I'll share that in a second. Uh, the Adventureland Treehouse uh, was on this one worth two points. And it's funny because I, since they've rethemed the treehouse, I have not been up in there. Um, we were up and down that treehouse in like no time. <laughs> like I still could not even tell you. I really don't even know what it looks like. We were up and down so quickly. Just looking for the, key, that, the clue. Just huh? looking for the thing. Yeah. Cause it was like, Hey, you, as you look through where the kitchen's at, there's a book. Who's the author of the book. And oh, the kitchen it, was at the bottom, right? Well, the kitchen's at the bottom, but there's a spot on the, as you're coming down the stairs that you can see the, oh. through where the kitchen's at down below. Okay. And, uh, there's a book there and I, and I can't even remember the name. I mean, I've got the book here, so I should say, uh, the inspirational book, a direct guide to treehouse living yeah. provide the author. So, you know, and the author is very clear right there. You just have to walk up to it and, and, and see it. I remember, I'm I think it sure would it be fun. Book. It would be fun to create these questions. So yeah. I'm sure you know, they've, they've got their group of mice chat that just ride the, like, what can we ask that we haven't asked or what, you know? So, you know, that's not obvious. It's interesting that you say that because I think traditionally Dusty and another person has always been in charge of the questions. And so, yeah, you would think like, what are we doing for this? One twist that we didn't realize for this gumball rally is all the questions were created by 
a team that runs this quite often, the princesses of gumball. Um, I don't know if you guys met them. I, I, uh, I, I know remember. I met them last year. We were on the train with them and talking with them a little bit. Um, I don't remember if we've met them before that, but no one realized it until the end. And we were up there talking, you know, after everyone turned in their books and, you know, everyone's done dinner and they're doing the game show um, and they're waiting for results. They came up with all the questions. And so that was kind of cool that this year they opened it up and had, you know. So they didn't uh, run it this year. Well, they did, but no one knew that they already knew all the answers because they're the ones that all the questions. So I think they were just automatically disqualified, but no one knew that because they had a team number and they were running. Uh, okay. and, and, and we would run into them, you know, and see them and say hi and whatever. Um, but they're the ones that came up with the questions. So it was kind of cool uh, to have, a you know, have their perspective on it. And uh, uh, yeah, the questions they came up with, I thought were great. There was there was a couple that I think caused a little confusion, but they caused a little confusion for everybody. Um, one in particular, I have to read it. It's it's like Nokia, the, cause, the Alice in Wonderland caused confusion for us. Yeah, yeah. When we went in 2022. Yeah, because that was one of the first ones we did that year. I think all of us did that ride pretty pretty early yeah, on in the day. and It was confusing the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Pinocchio one was, you know, basically, and each of these questions was, there's like a little story. So not a story, but a little description about the ride. Um, like for Pinocchio's daring journey, it says, make a wish upon a star, hop aboard the woodcarver's cart to help Pinocchio escape his actor's life. The youngest dark ride in fantasy land. So you're reading through this. It's like, okay, where's the question? Where's the question? <laughs> so, so you read it. And the last sentence, it says, when encountering Stromboli, look to the cages on his left and note what object the puppet in the smallest cage is holding. So it's interesting because as you read that, it says, Look to the cages on his left. So we're talking about that going in and it's like, hey, Jin, uh, we need to be looking at his left, which is going to be our right. right. And, and he's like, he's like, OK, I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm not thinking about that. Like we kept talking about it as we're waiting in line. And there was another team that got behind us. This was, this was interesting on this ride. It, the other team that was behind us, they actually took fourth place last year when we took third place and i i'm not sure of their names i'd have to go back to even see what their team name was 2023 I recognize them yeah i recognize them i know who they are but i don't i don't know them you know what i mean but anyways they were directly behind us online and we were talking a little bit and you know we overheard her read the clue and and she emphasized the on his left and you know so we started talking to her, yeah you know we picked up on that also we need to be looking to to our right his left um so we're talking about that and as we get close to it you know the uh, the the ride vehicles there will hold will hold four people, right? Two in the front, mm -hmm. two in the back. And typically on those types of rides in Fantasyland, what we'd been doing is Jin would get in front and Jin would, and I would get in back, or vice versa. As we we're getting close to being able to load, the team behind us they were like, "Hey, do you guys want to ride together?" It's like, "Yeah, sure. You know, we'll take. You know, we'll get in front. You guys get in back." So we get onto this ride, and meanwhile, everything we're looking at, like there's that that big painting or diorama or whatever of Pinocchio there uh there's Jimmy Cricket so I'm I'm telling Jin I'm prepping him as we're going in. I'm like okay look at that right that guy right there on his left <laughs> is our right Jimmy Cricket is on his left but it's our right you know what you're looking for right like we are prepping going into this right so it's funny so you go into the room where Stromboli is and Stromboli is in kind of a weird spot and it's funny because I've I've ridden this ride I don't know how many times I've ridden this ride but 
if you ask me before I get in there, where's Stromboli? It's like, I don't know. I, I don't remember. So we're looking for Stromboli. We go into this into this room and Stromboli is kind of off to our right, kind of facing the way that the cart starts turning and we start going away from him. And as we do that, so to look to his left is very awkward because it's like kind of behind us. But as we're going in there, we see a bunch of cages up there and you see a like a toy soldier up there and he's got a sword that he's moving up and down, but it says the smallest cage. And I'm like, okay, what's the smallest cage? Like they... Like, it's hard to tell. They look very similar in size. And finally, I said, you know what? That's the smallest cage. He's not holding anything in his hand. I can't even see what that thing is, but there's nothing in his hand. And this is on Stromboli's right, not his left. So I'm trying to look around and it's like, what the heck's going on? And like I said, we're we're in the cart. And before you know it, like you're in and out of that room. And it's like, well, crap, we screwed up. Like we're trying to look back on on the other side to see if there's anything on Stromboli's left. It doesn't look like there's anything over there. Uh, so we turn to the other team and and uh, we're like, "So did you guys get it?" And they they kind of look at each other and and they're like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and it was just a very uncomfortable moment in the race because it was like, "Hmm." <laughs> We're on this ride. You now, now one of the rules is you're not supposed to share any information. Right. As a matter of fact, Dusty even made the comment uh, before we started. He said, "If another team tries to offer you a cookie, don't take it because if you offer, if you get any help, receive any help from any other team, you get disqualified if you get caught." So we're in this ride and we're looking at them and they're looking at us and they got this weird look on their face and I'm sure I have a weird look on my face. It's like, well, I don't want to ask you what the answer is, and and I'm like, you know, and we're just kind of talking in general. It's like, well. You know, it was really on his right, not his left. Um, uh, so you guys comfortable with your answer? And they're like, yeah. And we're like, okay, you know what? I don't want them to offer it up. I don't want to ask them for help. The thing to do is we're going to rewrite this ride because we didn't get it. Like if it was on his right, which it seemed that it was, I need to look at it again because I think the other cage was smaller. So we get off the ride, we got back into line and we were there for, we were in the other line for about 30 seconds. We're like, you know what? We don't have time to do this again. Let's just go to the next thing. And the one good thing, like you guys mentioned, uh, Alice in Wonderland a couple years ago, whenever there's questions that are confusing, uh, I want to say that the mice chat staff are really good about recognizing that, Hey, everybody's struggling with this question. Mm -hmm. So we decided, you know what, let's go write some other stuff. If we have time to come back to Pinocchio, we'll do it. If not, we're just going to write in there that we didn't see anything on Stromboli's left. There was stuff on his right. And that's actually what I ended up writing. I said his, you know, I wrote like his left question mark. I said, there were cages on his right question mark. And I said, we couldn't see anything, anything being held by the, the character in the smallest cage, but there was a character holding a sword. And that's just what I wrote in there. I'm assuming I got that marked right because everyone was talking about how that was the right answer, the sword. Um, but we, we never ended up going back to Pinocchio. I just, so. I just tried to YouTube the ride, but it's, it, it's, they go through the area so fast that right, I can't, right. I can't <laughs> adjust. Just like I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't tried looking up, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. I do yeah. know that they go through there so quick. I mean, it was just a quick boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. And it was just a funny interaction because this other team, you know, they're a great team. Uh, you know, they're a lot of fun. Uh, so you said they, they were fourth last year. They were fourth last year. So yes. is it the hitchhiking heffalumps? 
that must be them. Because they were fourth. You See, last year they listed the total points, which this year they didn't. Yes. You, so you and I'll, that team had 43 points, but you must have finished, you must have turned in your stuff first. Yes. So, so I'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> so one, you know what, since you bring it up, I'm just going to start talking about it right now. That's one of the biggest mistakes that I made this time. I was so focused on the time because we knew that if, like you just said, if you're tied in points, if you get back sooner, then you, then you're counted a higher point. And when Cody finished six, it was six, right? Cody or seventh. It, it was, was 2022. I'm looking at, I'm getting the results. I so think it Cody was seven finished, and eight, wasn't it? No, I think it was eight and nine. No, I th- we, we were nine. I know we were, so nine then we were eight. We were ago. only one ahead of you. Okay. And I think the if you're monsters up, were nine and lady and the champ were, uh, eight, eight and you both had the same points. Right. And so if you go back and listen to our recap after that, one of the things that cost us, there was two things that cost us that place. Number one, we missed one of the clues on the, on the railroad. So we had to get off, go and write it again uh, to make sure, even though we did end up having the right answer. And then the next thing that cost us is we stopped to go to the bathroom on the way out. And it's like, you know what? Never again are we stopping to go to the bathroom on the way out. We will run back, turn on yeah. our packet and, you know, it- Interesting in that year. If we have to. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, because, six, and, seven, eight, and there's, nine. There's no guarantee that we would have been faster than Cody, but I think we might have been. I'm not sure. Well, the year yeah, that, that year like, there was <laughs> there was nine there was nine teams that finished with 39 points that year. Uh right, right. So you could have been fourth. Right. Because that yeah. team had 39, but obviously they turned in their packet yes. before the fifth place team, then so 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 I'm really going into this. And Jen and I even talked about it. I was like, you know what? We need to get back quick. We need to see how many we can write and get back quick. And as we're going through the day, you know, like I said, in the, in the red booklet, we didn't get to two of them. In the gold booklet, I think we got everything except for the 1.1s, you know, the uh, the Rise of the Resistance, the Mickey and Minnie's Railway. And then there was some of the Toontown Dwellings. We didn't go through that. We made it back to the Mickey's House and Meet where you had to uh, find the poster for one of the movies, talk about the production co- company. So we did everything except for Rise and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, I'm looking through to see if there's any others we miss. I think that's it. And then in the blue book, we just did as many as possible. And I was so focused on, I need to finish quick. We need to get back early because the earlier we get back. And so we started gauging it as we're getting later in the day. It's like, okay, we've got how much time? And as it got close to five o'clock, it was like, you know what? The only things we have left are one point rides. I know people have been struggling with things. Do we really want to focus on some of these rides for one point? Like, is it going to really make a big deal to have one point? You know, and this is where, like, my mind just was out in La La Land or something. I don't know. Like, we rode Star Tours somewhere. I think that I'm pretty sure that was in the blue booklet. Yeah, Star Tours. So we're right there next to, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, Space Mountain. And we see that the ride is 70 minutes long and it doesn't even register in my head that we can do single rider. Like we could have walked on and done single rider. Now I heard later that someone said, yeah, even the single rider seemed like it was 40 minutes long. I don't know. But the whole day I wasn't really focusing on Space Mountain because the line was just so long, but we could have easily got another point um, doing that. So anyways, we ended up walking out of there and 
like I said, we hit Main Street Cinema. And it was funny as we were walking into Main Street Cinema, there was like three or four other teams in there. And one of the, the question was you had to count the number of fire sprinklers on the on the uh. ceiling in there, inside the theater room. So we go in there and I start counting. And this other team, like, like it's late in the day. It's after five o'clock. Uh, I'm tired. You know, we've just been eating Uncrustables all day and fruit gushers and fruit snacks and stuff like that. You know, I'm starting to get a little irritable, but I'm trying to still be in a good mood. So we're in there. I'm starting to count fire uh, sprinklers. And, and one of the other teams is like, one, two, three, and another team. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even concentrate. Like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Like I start counting, I'm like one, two, three, and then meanwhile they're on four, and I'm like, okay, four. Uh, 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 where was I at? <laughs> so I kind of I had to count those stinking fire sprinklers, and it, it ended up being very funny. I think they they I don't think at first they were intentionally doing it, but then I think they saw me go back and start counting it again, so then they started doing it more. <laughs> and it just ended up it was a real funny that uh, made little me- moment there. Think of something with because we've only done the gumball rally once, but it is cool. Or I don't know if it's cool, but when we go back to Disneyland now, we'll be like, "Hey, remember when we had to count the light bulbs in Main Street Cinema?" Or yeah. remember uh, we were on the train and and we were ta- we were saying, "Hey, look, look, it's coming up." Where oh, there's nothing on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we still we still we were on Alice That's, and we're like, "Remember, you know, this is where we screwed yeah. up right here." So it's kind of cool That's, to go back again and you're like, hey, remember we had to do that and that and that. I think that's one of the coolest things about the rally is it it makes you look at the parks in a different way, number Mm -hmm. one. Number two, you get the camaraderie from all the different people that you see uh, and that you get to know. And number three, you have these experiences like you just talked about. And then years later, you'll be riding and you'll be thinking about, oh, yeah, this is where we screwed up that one time or this is where- Big thunder when I'm going up the hill, I'm still trying to count all the gears. Count the gears, yep. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and, and one of the things that uh, always sticks in my mind from the from the year we ran is the the time on the Big Ben clock in Peter Pan as you're flying <laughs> over London. <laughs> yeah, those little things that you focus on, right? That yeah. you 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 would have never focused on, but because of the fact that you ran this race just the one time, yeah, you focus on all these little details. And not only that, but like Jason was alluding to a little bit earlier. You know, you start thinking about what would be a good question in here. Like, what would this, I think what, about this that all the a, time now? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we're at Main Street Cinema. We count the fire sprinklers. I count them a good four or five times because the other team keeps messing me up. One, two. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then we're looking at each other, Jen and I. I'm like, you know what? Let's get back. Like, there's several in the blue that we haven't answered. We know we missed two in the in the red. We know we missed two in the yellow and the gold. Uh, there's several in the blue that we we don't we haven't answered. And um, well, I'll bring that up in just a second. So we we head back to the hotel, and we get back to the hotel, and there is nobody there. <laughs> Like we're like we're running. Like we get off property and we're running. We get to the you know, we get to the crosswalk, we wait for it to turn, we go over, and we're like looking around, we're like, there's no other teams, we gotta get in there, we gotta get in there. We go in and there's nobody in there. <laughs> I mean, the volunteers are there. So we go around the corner and a couple other teams had already been there. Uh we weren't the first team back, but there were several teams that had been there, but not many. We turned in our booklet and she told me, she said, okay, I've got you clocked in at 525. And I'm like, holy cow, we still had an hour and five minutes, but you know what? 
our strategy's good. Our strategy's good. We're okay. So then I go over because I want to take some video of some of the teams coming in because usually it's like a mad dash coming in that <laughs> through there, right? At least that's what I've experienced. So I'm sitting there and it's like, you know, a couple minutes go by, a few more minutes go by. And I'm like, where is everybody? <laughs> and then and then I see a team coming. So I get my video out and I, I mean, my camera out and I'm taking video and they just casually stroll in. <laughs> and I'm like, where's the, where, where's, where's the, the eagerness to get to the finish line. And it was funny because not a lot of people came running in. And after some time had passed, like I said, we clocked in at five twenty-five, and the, one of the volunteers there uh, who helps run it and was telling people where to go as they come in, as it was about six o'clock, several teams had come in, but I was looking at her. I was like, I would have thought a lot more teams would have come in by now. She's like, yeah. She said, I was, she was actually talking to one of the other guys. Uh, and she said, they're actually getting a little worried. They're thinking that the third book might've thrown everybody off and that maybe everybody just gave up and went home. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hopefully not. And she's like, yeah, but like, he's like one of the guys sitting at the bar. She's like, he's honestly worried that that might've happened, that, that it was just too many questions and, they People said, screw it, we're, going, we're yeah. going back to the hotel. We're, we're done. So, yeah. But, you know, after that, teams started coming in. One thing that I learned later, poor teams, I don't know how many it affected, but some teams were doing the, the railroad around the park at the end of the night, and I guess it broke down. Like and it did for me. Like it did for you, oh, yes. Oh, I, I would have been. And that was that, that was that night, too, when we rode that. Yeah. I, I'd be yeah. so mad. So it broke down and they ended up actually being after 6.30 when they when they clocked uh. in because of the railroad uh, breaking down on them. So, uh, so and you yeah. can't just get off. I mean, yeah. if no, you're in line and the ride breaks one. down, you can just leave. But if you're on yeah. the ride, yeah. you you're at the mercy of the Disneyland cast members. Yeah, exactly. And we were on there for like 40 minutes. So... <laughs> So we're sitting there and, uh, you know, we did the VIP so we could do the dinner. We watched a lot of the other teams come in. Um, and then they did a, you know, I'll get to the points and the placings in a second. But then they uh, they did a little game show. And last year they did kind of like a, a, a panel of different people that were voice actors. And that was cool. Uh, but the other years they'd done different game shows. And I think when the three of us did it, I think they did like a family feud, mm -hmm. uh, themed game. Yeah. Um, the year I did it, they did a super password. I think what it, it was, what it was. And I was able to go up front, uh, for the super password, me and someone else, uh, you know, I'd never met her before, but we, you know, I had to try to get her to say porg, uh, by giving her three clues. And of course I couldn't use the word porg. Um, and we, we did end up winning, by the way, we ended up getting 20 bucks that we got to split. So 10 bucks each. So anyways, we did this game show. They started doing this game show and I was like, oh, this is a cool concept. Like the game show I'm really excited about because it's, it's fun. The guy that does it, he does a great job. And so they were doing, uh, what's my line, uh, an old game show from back in the sixties. And they kind of showed a clip of it. Basically the premise of it is there's like four panelists and they're doing like a 20 questions type thing where the person has a line. And so you have to try to guess what their line is. And so they have to ask the person yes or no questions. And, uh, you know, I think they can get 10 wrong before, you know, whoever the contestant is wins and the panelists lose. But they try to narrow it down. So they show a clip um, from, you know, around the 64 World's Fair time uh, from this lady that worked at the fair 
And, you know, they were trying to guess what her line was. And basically what her line was, was uh, I milk Elsie the cow at the 64 World's Fair or whatever. You know, I, I guess back then this cow was, I'm assuming, famous and everyone knew who it was or something. And her job was to milk the cow. So, you know, they're asking questions like, uh, you know, does your job entail working with people? And she'd say no. And they'd say, so, you know, that's one down and, you know, you can get another nine. So that, that's the premise of the game. So I was thinking, oh, that'd be cool if I could get up there. I would love to do that. So they say, okay, we're going to we're gonna take volunteers from the audience. And the four panelists, they had Dusty as one of them, and the other three they would take from the audience also. So first I was trying to volunteer to go on that. And I was like, you know what? I don't really want to do that. Uh, I'd like to be the other person. So they say, you know, the first thing they did was say, was say okay, we need someone to have a line uh, who's a cast member or a former cast member, uh, you know, and so a lot of people raised their hands and they ended up picking up Rebecca. We talked about Rebecca a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was, so she was up there and they're trying to guess uh, her, her job, you know, and, and she currently works there. I think she works, I think she said in Carzine, but I also know that she works at Bing Bong sometimes. So anyways, they're asking her questions. They never ended up getting it. Um, the next person or the next thing they asked is, did anyone have a unique experience at Disneyland uh, or running the gumball rally? And then the next person that came up was was Hannah uh, from Learning the Magic uh, podcast. Um, met her and her husband, Austin, last year when we were running the race. We were actually on the train with them at one point with the Princesses of Gumball. Um, she's awesome. I, don't know if, I, I know I've mentioned her before to you guys. She, she does the Learning the Magic podcast. Um, it's a great podcast. If you're going to listen, if you're going to listen to a Disney podcast, of course, you're listening to us. So that's a great first choice, but <laughs> a great second choice is learning the magic by Hannah. So anyways, her unique experience, they're trying to guess that, um, her unique experience ended up being that when they were going over to Tom Sawyer's Island or Pirate's Lair Island or whatever you want to call it. Um, I guess Jack Pirate's Sparrow, Lair Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah. Uh, Jack Sparrow was walking through and either took her, her game book or tried to take it and was pretending it was like a a map and was taking it and running off with it or something. So anyways, then, then I can't remember. Jack Sparrow was getting tackled. He's not taking my book. (laughs) I can't remember if there was a third person up there. I I noticed the two of them because, because I feel like I know who they are um, and they're both great people, but then there might've been a third person. If so, I can't remember who it was. Uh, but then they asked, you know, who's got a line and it wasn't related to anything right there. They said, who's got the most interesting job. And I thought, you know what? I've got a pretty interesting job. (laughs) At least I think it's interesting. And so, you know, everybody's raising their hand and the guy's going around listening to people, having them whisper in their ears. and, And he comes around to me and he ends up choosing me. So I got to go up there and participate in the game show, which was awesome. Um, they never did actually end up guessing what it was. They got real close. Dusty at one point said, you know, you make dentures. Um, but it took them a long time to whittle it down to, to where things were at. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I wish they had it on. I wish I had it on video. It would be fun to see it. Um, but anyways, we did that. Then they start reading the results and we weren't really sure. We were pretty confident that we knew we had a lot of points. We knew we were early because we were back way before, <laughs> almost all the teams, right? Like yeah. embarrassingly so. And they, you know, they, they read, they only read the top 10 uh, teams. And just to talk real quick, cause I know Jason, you're asking how many teams they were. If you look at the results of this year, they say, Dusty said that they only, they only scored the first 85. Okay. Um, and somewhere, I don't know if it was on the group chat in Instagram or if it's somewhere else, somewhere he said that, 
they scored the top 75% of the teams. Um, and so someone else did some math and they said, well, if, if, if 85 is the top 75%, then that means there had to have been about 115, 116 yeah. teams. Somewhere Sounds about there. right. Yeah. And, uh, they are say they have been saying that this is one of the largest gumball rallies. There were hundreds of people there. I think the count that Dusty said that they gave to the hotel, that there'd be 450 people there. Um, and I believe it, there was a lot of people there. And, and just looking at the group photo, there's a lot of people in that photo. I was like, yeah. wow, that's quite uh, quite a lot of people and i'm thinking it's like eventually they're going to need a bigger space than the little convention hall at the anaheim hotel i mean they're going to have to go down the street to the the marriott or the the hilton or i don't know if the hojo has a bigger space but they're going to need a bigger space here before long i don't know the grand Californian. they're going to need to upgrade here pretty soon (laughs) because yeah exactly uh, they're not going to be able to get any more seats in that that room so, so we weren't really sure. Like we knew we had points. Uh, we felt that we did good. And I didn't think about it. Rebecca asked me later, you know, cause she came up and she was talking after she found out where we placed and stuff. Um, she said, how many points did you guys have? And I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> cause I, you know, I don't know what we, what we scored. She said, oh, we had, I think she said we had 75 points. And I was like, oh, how do you know you have 75 points? And she said, well, I just added them up. And I was like, oh, I didn't even <laughs> Like that's that's so so easy to do. Like yeah. I didn't even think about adding up the but points before we had them. That's if you if before you got you the got question. In. Well, if, if you got the you question got it right. right. But yeah. yeah. So so there ended up being a total of ninety points available. And so after she said that later, I went back since I bought the books, I went through and I said, okay, well, if I answered them all right, I think I told her that I, I, cause I, you know, sent her a message in Instagram. I was like, I think we, if we got all of ours right, we got 81 points, but I just added it up before we started recording, recording and I got 80. So I miscounted one of the times. So either 80 or 81 points. Now, as they were reading, you know, they start with the top 10 and they read the top 10 and then they read uh, nine, eight, and seven, I think. And we ended up being ninth place. So we were ecstatic about that. The fact that we got in the top 10 again. Um, and the fact that Cody wasn't there to, to edge me out for eighth place was, 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 was awesome. (laughs) Um, so like I was saying, we were ecstatic to be in the top 10. We were so happy that they read our name there in ninth place. Um, Went up there, took a picture, and then they started going through the rest of the place, you know, sixth, fifth, fourth, third. And then they got to the top two, and they said, uh, you know, something like second place with uh, 83 points, I think was what they said. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 83 points. And then this is where, like, my mind started racing as soon as they started announcing first place, because he said in first place, with the same number of points, but with more attractions... And then he read the team name, and I was like, "More attractions." I was like, "What?" So was that? <laughs> so that was a tiebreaker this year. And I was like, "I was like, wait a second, I I know what he's talking about because I've read the rules enough times." And I was like, "You know what?" But I forgot because the last two years, and this is the significance of what he's saying right there. The rules state that if there's two players that are tied, it's not the fastest team that's there. If there's two teams that are tied in points, the team that has ridden the most attractions is the winner. And if they've both, if they're both tied in the number of attractions, then it goes to time. 
And I wasn't thinking about that because in the last two years, the first year, like the first year is like out the window as far as me understanding what was going on, because it was our first year. We had no idea what to expect. We were running around like, what the heck are we doing? Like we had no, we had no strategy. We had, we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, But the second year, I feel like we started getting to know what we were doing. But if you think about it, if there's 40 rides and they're all worth one point and two teams have 38 points, they've both done 38 attractions because they're right. all one point. So at that point, automatically it goes to time because there, it's impossible for you both to have 38 points and one have more attractions than the other. So mm-hmm. when they announced that this was a multi-point rally, it didn't even click in my head that we've got to be looking at number of attractions also. So as soon as he said that, I started second guessing like everything that I that I did because we had an hour and five minutes that we could have done like Smuggler's Run is single rider. We could have gone back there and both gotten on that in probably 15 minutes, I would think, on single rider. Space Mountain, could we have done that? For sure we could have done it in an – I mean, the wait time – for standby was 70 minutes. Even if the single rider was, was half that we could have both done that. And then obviously smugglers run is a long walk from there, but that's two points that I could think that throughout the day, if I would have been thinking about attractions that we might've just said, you know what, instead of sacrificing the point, let's go get the attraction and get that point just so we have more attractions. Now, one thing they do, as you pointed out earlier, and you're looking at past years, um, they've given us the points for the last couple of years. If you look at the results from 2020, they don't give the points for there. And the reason for that, That was a multiple, that was a di- different point thing too, different right? Different point values. Yes. Yeah. So apparently the rule is, and they've been doing this for, like I said at the beginning, like 20, 20 years or almost 20 years, something like that. So they have, have like, like Dusty even said, because people said, you know, do we get our answers back? Do we get our, do we get our booklets? So we see what was right, what was wrong. And I guess at the very beginning, they would give them back and it created such a fiasco that everybody started bickering about, well, what about this? What about that? That they just decided. And so this has evolved over this, you know, 18, 19, 20 years that it's been going on, that they've come up with certain things. Number one, they don't give the guidebooks back. They don't really, uh, as teams, we like to discuss the, the, the questions and the answers and stuff. But as an official organization, Mice Chat doesn't tell us what the what the answers are. And one thing they don't do with a multi-point uh, rally is they don't give out the points. Now, if I could see the points, I could easily tell, like, what exactly could I have done differently? But just when he said that, I was like, you know what? I really screwed up today because I burned an hour and five minutes trying to get back here before everyone. And if I would have just written, like, right off the top of my head – Two more attractions, two more points. And like I said, if I add them all up, I'm at 80. If the winning team took 83, like I don't know, like I'm within three points. Obviously, I probably I could have got some of them wrong, so I don't know exactly where I was at. But I'm right there in striking distance. If mm-hmm. I'm within, if I'm, you know, and if somebody decides to ride two attractions worth one point each and i decide to ride one attraction for two points we end up tied but they get ahead of me because they have more attractions i have no idea how it worked out but i wasn't even remotely thinking about 
number of attractions. I was thinking points and time. And I even, I even, as I walked into the hotel, I even told the person, we decided to sacrifice some points so that we had a better time. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Go check in over there. <laughs> so, so now looking back at it, when he said that, when he was announcing the first place team, I was like, oh my goodness. I think I really screwed up. I really, really screwed up this year. I think we could have won. Like, I really think we could have. And of course, who knows? You know, we we could have ridden a couple more. The people that got stuck on the train, maybe one of them had more points and they got off on time and beat us. Who knows? Anything could have happened. But man, what a, what a kick in the butt when he said that. And I was like, I wasn't even thinking about that. What a bonehead mistake! So you know, to make. next time, if it's if it all all rides are worth one point, then time then is important. Yeah, time. then time. If, if important. rides are varied points, it's attractions. And and all day we were hauling. I mean, you should. Jen and I were. I mean, we're not running through the park because you're not supposed to run. That's one of the rules at Disneyland. You're not supposed to be running. But we were walking fast, and we were getting from ride to ride, and we had some great luck. Like I was telling you at the very beginning. Uh, going to Fantasyland, getting on Mr. Toad before it broke down. Like we had some great luck. I think if we would have just done things a little bit differently, for sure we could have been in the top five, I think. But man, I think first place was like right there within our reach. But, you know, can't be bitter about it. Uh, You know, just like I can't be bitter about finishing right behind Cody. Uh, That's why I don't ever bring it up and don't ever talk about it. (laughs) Any, anything can happen. You decide to ride Space Mountain, Space Mountain breaks down. You, yeah. You're there for 45 minutes and you don't make yep. it back by 630 and then you, you get know, deducted points. So la- Last year we were on Jungle Cruise. Something happened on one of the boats in front of us. We ended up sitting there for 15 minutes. I even posted it on Instagram. Yeah. I think we could use our phones last year and it was like, it was like, hey, we're right here. And we sat there for 15 minutes. We still ended up taking third. So who knows? I don't say that because I'm, I'm bitter about it. I say it because it's like, oh, I wish I would have realize the rules a little bit better. Um, definitely something to learn about for the future or think about for the future. And the end result is we had a great day. The The rallies are some of my favorite days at Disneyland. They, they, they are so fun. Uh, totally puts the whole Disneyland day in a different perspective. Makes you think about all the different rides in a different perspective. Um, you know, makes you ride rides that you may not ride ordinarily. Um, you know, Casey Jr., case in point, uh, you know, point to be made. Jen and I do not fit into uh, the, circu- the, the circus monkeys uh, cart very easily. <laughs> we got in there. Okay. Getting out was like, I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna, like, like I got in there going front, uh, going forwards. And it's like, I can't turn around to get out. I have to get out of here going backwards. Uh but man, what a what a great day! Uh, super ecstatic that we finished in ninth. Um, you know, four years, first year I don't even remember what place we we're in, fifty something. Second year we were in ninth. Third year we were in in third, and this year we were in ninth. So uh, definitely had a lot of fun. Um, and one of the twists at the end that Dusty announced was that they already had the theme for next year, and that's kind of a big deal because usually the theme doesn't come out until like it i want to say it seemed this year it came out late like you were waiting away yeah. because you wanted to design your shirt and yeah and it was like it was getting to the point where it was like man i hope i'm going to be able to design a shirt and get it off to the printers and get it back in time so i don't even remember when they announced it i don't know if it was in december i don't I think, think it, it was, was in december. january was it december i don't know like late so december anyways, 
so the fact that they're announcing the theme for next year, and it's funny because here, here's some of the stuff that he said about next year. Number one, he said uh, it's going to be exclusively at California Adventure, Disney's California Adventure. Now, and this is the first time that it'll be exclusively at California Adventure. In the past, before I started running it, apparently they had um, a couple rallies. I don't know how many rallies. I looked uh, back. They, the the they go back to 2015 for results, and I clicked on 2015, and it had the the point thing. It had Disneyland points, DCA points. So okay. 2015, they did them in both. So at but. least once, and it, and I, from what I've heard, it sounds like they might have done it a few times where they did both parks. And, you know, I don't know if they did, uh, you know, like one booklet for one park and another booklet for another park, but at least a couple times they've done that. But this will be the first time it will be exclusively at California Adventure. Uh, another thing that he said was it's going to be, how did he term it? He said it's going to be a gumball rally murder mystery in Disney's California Adventure. And so it's like, okay, what does that mean? A murder mystery? I mean, and that, that sounds very intriguing, of course. Um, you know, of course, everyone was excited about it. And then he kind of elaborated a little bit. He said something like, we're going to be searching for, uh, if I remember correctly, who got murdered, um, who committed the murder, uh, where they were murdered at, and also the uh, item that they were murdered with. That's, that's not the words that he used. I can't remember the words that he used. Um, but so then it's, we start thinking like, okay, this sounds like a giant game of Clue, mm -hmm. basically. We're going to have to figure out. And then the other thing that I remember him saying, and I hope that this is what he actually said, I thought he said, if you thought three booklets was a lot, wait until next year. And so it was, like, it was like, <laughs> what does that mean? Yes. Like you, You've so got a booklet for... The who, the who died, who yeah. committed it, where, and, wh and with, with what? what object. It's like yeah. each one. Yeah. Well, so, and what's interesting uh, is DCA has less attractions. Exactly. Like significantly less, right? Yeah. Like I don't know the numbers of it, but I want to say that it's significantly less so maybe, attractions. Maybe it involves more than attractions now. Well, it sounded like, and I don't remember if he said this or if someone else alluded to it or something, but it's basically it sounded like we'd be riding rides and getting clues to answer the different questions. And so, yeah, I mean, I think Cody right on, like probably one booklet for each one. So that'd be four booklets. I don't know how many things are in there. I, I yeah. like, no one really knows. Interesting. Like, like, like now we're off in an area where no one knows exactly what's going to happen. So I'm ecstatic about it. Uh, you know, we've obviously the three of us have been talking a little bit about it. And Jason said something about the great mouse detective. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and call out now. My team, Jen and I are going to be <laughs> the great mouse defectives. <laughs> and I'm already planning on dressing up like uh, Basil of, of Baker street. And Jen's going to be Dawson, my trusty sidekick. And uh, we're looking at pictures and that's what I'm basing my outfit off of. Um, I don't think, I don't think Disney will let me take a pipe into the park, but, uh, I'll have to test that and see, because I got to have a pipe like, uh, you know, yeah. Basil does and, uh, you know, have the trench so, coat and the deer stalker cap and <laughs> on the mice chat page, it talks about a gumball. So it says coming soon, a gumball rally, a California adventure murder mystery. We've barely had time to recover from gumball rally 2024. And we've already got some exciting news for you. 
Next year's rally will be a Disney California Adventure event and will offer some unique new gameplay that will have you riding attractions and solving a madcap mystery. And then they've got a poster that basically says Gumball Rally, a California Adventure Murder Mystery. So picture of uh, Mickey in a trench coat with a detective's hat. So. So he's got a detective's hat. I'm going to have to have a deerstalker cap like uh, Basil and like Sherlock yeah. has. And of course I'll have to have the mouse ears on top of that. So we're going to have a lot of fun dressing up for this one next year. Um, obviously still a year away, but we're already working on our, uh, we're already working on our, uh, our outfit and our name and that, that page that you're on, you see the, you see the poster, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the bottom right, at the bottom left, there's the group photo of this year. And the bottom right are the princesses. They're the ones that came up with the photos, if I'm on the same page as you. Um, I don't know if you see two little thumbnails at the bottom underneath Mickey. Let me go back. Mm, Two little thumbnails? No. No? Okay. I I might be on a different page. Okay. But anyways... Next year sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what the gameplay is like. Um, you know, obviously I'll be taking the lessons I've learned for the past four times. Don't know if they'll be even remotely applicable to next year, but uh, would love to win this thing one of these days. That's what it sound. It sounds like from you talking about it, your first year, and then when we did it, and then your last two years, it's like you go in with a plan based off what you did the previous years, and then they screw up that whole plan. Cause there's some, <laughs> there's some twist that, that, yeah. that is announced. Like for, 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 for me, it was the no phones. Yeah. Uh, yep. And that just kind of <laughs> roused me at first. Cause I was, I, I, I was planning on like posting updates, you know, so my, like yeah. my family could see what we're doing. And then he's like, no yep. phones. Uh, so. Yeah. That was funny. Cause that was my second year and I was going into it and I'm sure I was, you know, letting you know, yeah, we get to use our phones. We get to do this. We get to do this. We get to do this. And then it's like no phones at all. It's like, holy cow, I can't even text my wife to let her know. That I can't <laughs> use my phone. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, but a ton of fun. Uh, thanks for listening to me talk for forever. When I start talking about the gumball rally, I know I talked for a long time. Um, I've done that each of the times that, that I've run it. I know I've been able to report on here. So I appreciate that. Um, but man, what a, what a ton of fun. What, what a great group of people. Mice chat, uh, top notch people, dusty. One of my favorite people love that guy. Uh, I always look for him after to make sure that I get a picture with me, me, him and Jen. Um, all the other teams, you know, Rebecca's awesome. Uh, like I said, Hannah from learning the magic podcast. Uh, she ended up, she was running as a content creator. Uh, one of the content creator teams, she ended up taking third, um, the insiders, you guys know the insiders, they ended up taking second and another team that I hadn't heard of before, um, ended up taking first. So anyways, cool. it's a lot of fun. All the people there, all the different teams, uh, all the people we've met, uh, it's just been a lot of fun. Uh, love everyone involved with it and definitely looking forward to doing it again next year. I even told the person when I started my packet, she's like, was, did you have a good time? I was like, you know what, if I can sign up right now, I'm willing, I'm ready to pay right now. I'm ready to, <laughs> I'm ready to pay the money for next year. We're ready to sign up. So, and, and I would absolutely do that if they would let me, I mean, take my money, please. Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. anyways, well, awesome. a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Thanks for, thanks for humoring me and letting me talk about it for way too long. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. We, we weren't there. So, uh, 
Yeah, and I know it was around for some reason. I thought I thought it ended earlier. Mm-hmm. So uh, where I'm Mountain Time, you're Pacific Time out there. Uh, like six thirty, I'm like I haven't heard from James. They should be they should be <laughs> back at the hotel, but you know. And then seven thirty, and I think you texted me something, but uh, I didn't realize it was over. I thought it ended a little earlier, I, and I was under that assumption because the the year we went. Uh, Marsha didn't feel well toward the end and we called it quits mm-hmm. at four 30. Uh, yeah. so we were back at the hotel turning our booklet at four 30 and they were still setting up and they're like, are you sure you still got time? I was like, yeah, we, we don't, we don't feel good. So we actually went back to the hotel. We didn't make yeah. it back for the dinner and the, the, the awards and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking back that year. You guys finished what eight and nine? I think we were fifty something, but we were only like five points behind you. Yeah, and we gave up two hours early. Um, so I think what Jason is saying is that they would have won if they would have. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just we kidding. we would have been he, up. He would have edged into ninth, and you and you would have been tenth. <laughs> We'd have beat James back because he was on the train a second time. <laughs> yeah, or sitting in the freaking bathroom. Not sitting in the bathroom, but going to the bathroom, taking a bathroom break. Oh, oh man. So, so you yeah, learn, but- you don't go to the bathroom. You just get back to the hotel as quick as you can, turn your booklet, and then run to the bathroom there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can go to the bathroom throughout the day. You just got to you just gotta pace yourself and time it properly. If there's yeah. a line, find another bathroom. Yeah, if there's a line, just keep walking. I mean, just, just, just. Just hold on. Just relax. You're going to be okay. (laughs) So a couple of things that I've heard, uh, just kind of looking at, you know, Instagram and, and things. And I had never actually heard of Hannah's podcast, learning, learning the magic before you had mentioned it. Uh Uh, And so I'm not very far into it, but I started listening to, they had just recently posted a, an episode recapping their gumball rally experience. Yes. Uh, and she had said, and I don't know, wh- what were you going to say, James? I was just going to say, because I listened to her episode also. Oh, okay. Her experiences are very similar to ours as far as the direction they started going and the different <laughs> things that they're – like I was listening to her. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like we could have almost – the four of us been running this race together because we were like in different places. Like at least for the first – I'd say for the first few hours, I think we were just like – steps behind them like we were right there that's how how it seemed like jason and i were that year that we ran it we kept running into marcia and jason all day Mm -hmm. long and there were several times especially like we couldn't use phones so it wasn't like we were overly coordinating like okay let's go over here let's go over here like we were separate teams but it's like we would often be like especially when we were kind of in the fantasy land area that morning it was like oh there they are there they are we ended up at Matterhorn at the same time later in the day. Well, we left, we left Alice, I think, or we left Mr. Toad and we we're like, we're heading over to Matterhorn and you guys, well, that's where we're going too. So, yeah. And um, and it's funny because as you say that, and I say that, you know, we could have almost the four of us, uh, meaning me and Jen and, and Hannah and her husband, Austin could have almost been running the race at the same time, even though it seemed like we were seconds behind them. Didn't see him the whole first half of the day. <laughs> I never yeah. saw him one time, but we, but when you listen to her podcast and when I'm listening to it, I'm like, holy cow, they were just did like the exact same thing. The exact same thing. Like they, like they, 
they rope dropped Fantasyland. They were further ahead of us. They noticed that Peter Pan was too long. So I don't know that they went to Mr. Toad. I think they went somewhere else. Um, I did see them once during the day, and that was after the group photo in the afternoon. We were in line for Storybook uh, Canals, and they happened to be walking by, and you know she stopped and and uh, took a quick picture. I think she was trying to take pictures of different teams. Obviously, as a content creator, she's trying to take as many pictures as she can. Um, but that was the only time that we saw them the entire day. So even though we started out the first few hours, it seems like a very parallel yeah. journey. Didn't see them a single time until the afternoon. That's so, funny. Anyways, you were saying you were listening. and Yeah, and I, she mentioned something that I thought was interesting and that I thought was smart on – uh, mice chats end of things as far as running or, or operating, you know, coordinating the gumball rally, putting on this event is, and you'll have to tell me, cause I don't know if, if she said when she was talking about it, I don't know if this was the first year mice chat was doing this or if they had done it last year as well. When, when we weren't there, when Jason and I weren't there, but she said this year they were doing like colored wristbands for how many people were in your team. So that way the spotters could easily see that's a team of two. There's two of them there. That's a team of four, but we don't see all four group members, you know, something because that was kind of, that's, that's one of the rules too, is that you have to stay with your, your team members that, you know, one person can't go on the ride and the other person go get food. It's like, you have to stick together. Um, And I, you know, it was never an issue. And I think because the first time you had told us about this and then when we actually started seriously considering running it in 22, it's like, well, why don't we just be a group of four or something, especially before Jason and Marsha decided to to jump on board that year. And you were like, well, it might actually be not, you know, not that you are against necessarily being a, a team of four, but you're like, it might actually be more beneficial being separate teams because of that particular stipulation that the larger your group gets, the harder it is to keep everybody together, you know, and somebody's got to use the bathroom and there's just more instances that have to kind of pull you away. But, and, and that's a point of conversation that people have been going over, you know, is it better to have a team of two, but you know, the overall discussion is that, it may be a perceived benefit, but that teams of three and four have placed just as well as teams of two, but it definitely does offer in, uh, definitely does bring in different logistics. Mm -hmm. As you say, as far as the wristbands, I think they've done that for the last couple of years. Um, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I think they do the gold one for the VIP. I think they do the color one, which ours was blue. I didn't realize I did hear her say that on her podcast. I didn't realize that it was a different color for the team the number of people in your team. Um, ours has always just been blue because it's just been the two of us. And then they have a green one so you know who the team captain is. Right. And since you bring that up about not being separated, that's one thing that that uh, uh, was funny about Jin and I is there was a couple times that he was, like I was saying, we were walking fast. There was a couple times he got a, away from me. He was like, hey, Jin, slow down. <laughs> we're going to get disqualified. We're too far apart. So, yeah, yeah, you got to really make sure and, and try to stay close to your team for sure. Yeah. So, and I had seen on Instagram, and you must not have done this part of the event uh, because you didn't mention it at all. But because I know they kind of do like a pre-event uh-huh. thing, like on Thursday night at the at the hotel. 
Friday night it was, actually. Or Friday night, excuse me. Yep, yep. And and Bob Gurr was there, and it sounded like Bob Gurr talked, or I don't really know exactly what the focus of the thing was. Probably had something fair-related. I know Bob Gurr was instrumental in, in that time period. Um, yeah. I mean, did you... I'm assuming if you ran into Bob Gurr, you would have said something, but yeah. did you guys attempt or want to go to that or were you like were you not even there in time or actually you got the thursday so i i don't know i guess yeah. just did that ever come up i don't know if it was like a separate ticket thing or could you just go so so yes let's talk about other moments of regret in my life oh, oh. <laughs> yikes okay <laughs> you can you you, you can tell by his face and you're talking about it <laughs> <laughs> this, this reminds me of the time that uh, we were waiting at uh, for to get in, waiting for our table at Blue Bayou, and Kim Irvine was literally within three feet of me, and all I had to do was say hi, can I take a picture? And I could have had a picture with her, but I I I was too shy and didn't say it. So would so you the, like me the, to show you my picture with Kim? No, Irvine? I don't want to see your okay, picture. Sorry. I don't want to see you in eighth place either. So just <laughs> relax for a second. <laughs> You asked a question. Let Sorry. me answer it. Sorry. <laughs> so this was a separate event. And I think that they've done this, a few, if not every year, at least the last few years. Yeah. Um, haven't always been really aware of what's going on. I've heard about it. Haven't really put that much thought into it. Uh, just because, you know, I've been thinking in the wrong with the wrong thought process and that thought process being let's go over to the park, let's spend time. So this was a separate ticketed event. It was still at the Anaheim hotel. Uh, at least this one was, I, mm -hmm. I think previous, they might've been different places. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but this one was in the same place. If you look at the pictures, they're there in the, in the uh, convention center or convention hall, whatever. Um, and yes, Bob Gurr was there. Now I don't know that I paid enough attention to knowing that Bob Gurr was there, I feel like someone asked something about at some point that they were talking about it. Cause I remember Dusty talking about this event, separate ticketed event. I have no idea how much it costs. I feel like someone said, will we be able to take pictures with the people talking? I feel like I, in the back of my mind, I remember someone saying, yes, they'll be able to. Mm -hmm. And then I realized Bob Gurr's there. And I'm like, how did I miss the opportunity <laughs> To go to this thing and listen to Bob Gurr and possibly get a picture with him. Like I had the opportunity to do that. And I'm over at Wine Country Trattoria and thinking I need to get back and go to sleep. Like, what was I thinking? I don't know what I was thinking. So, yes, they did have this event. They were talking about the World's Fair. I'm sure Bob shared a ton of stories. Yeah. And, yes, I could have been there. And just another regret that if I would have just thought about it a little bit more, I would have bought tickets for that. And I could have at the very least uh, been there and, and listened to him talk. And I really regret that I did not do that. So if so, we go next year, we have to pay attention to what's going on the Friday night. And yeah, it. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then a special guest surprise guest, according to my chat page, was Raleigh Crump's or Raleigh Crump's son? Yeah, Chris Crump was there. Yep. He just passed away, uh, so Chris was there. Yeah, with a model of the Tower of the Four Winds from the It's a Small World at the World's Fair, and yeah, and they had a they had a couple different things there, some different artwork and stuff that they had signed. Um, they were selling it off to the side uh, as contestants up there on the game show. 
uh, Hannah, since they didn't guess her thing or they didn't guess it till late, she was able to get one of the prizes. And I think she says it on her podcast. It's a signed picture, uh, I believe by Bob Gurr and possibly, you know, Raleigh Crump's son. I'm not sure. Uh, by the time I got up there, uh, that was no longer there, of course. So I wasn't able to choose that as my prize, but Bummer. yeah, they, there were some different things for sale and I kind of wish, well, maybe I should have, maybe I should have bought one of those, but, um, ended up not doing, not doing that. So yes, I wish I would have done that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, you know, and I wasn't as much aware of the happenings this year because I wasn't attending. So there wasn't really a need for me to be following like, Oh, what's the, Mm -hmm. the pre night event this year, you know? And so I had seen it after the fact that Bob Gurr was there and I was like, Oh man, that, that would have been really cool. If we had been there, I definitely would have wanted to, to be there. And if anything else, just hear him speak. They, they definitely talked a lot about the event the night before, I'm sure if I were to go back that they probably mentioned somewhere that Bob Gurr was going to be there. And I probably, I think I was just so dead set against it that I just didn't allow into my brain the process, the, the, the fact that he was going to be there and Mm -hmm. let it process to say, Hey, I should be there. Um, So yeah, I totally screwed up not going to that. Yeah. The year, the year we went 2022 was, it was uh, the jungle themed one. Yeah. Um, return yeah. of civilization. And yeah. So, uh, the night before they had two, Justin Arthur and Alex Williams of Disney D 23, who are, uh, their former cast members on the jungle cruise and their Disney archivists. And they were the special guests that year. I don't know. I don't know who was last year, but I want to say last year, the night of the rally, they had the different voice actors. Right. I, mm-hmm. I think they might've had the voice actors the night before also. Uh, maybe. I'm, I'm back on the, I'm on the 2023 page. See if they talk about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. They don't really, was, they didn't, they didn't talk. They didn't show any uh, pictures from the night before. So no, that was the, uh, the night that I won that, uh, stay at the Hojo from the voice of Minnie Mouse. Yeah. See, at least I have that memory. Have you, have you (laughs) redeemed that night at the Hojo? No, I haven't. It's probably expired. So (laughs) thanks for taking a real happy moment and immediately turning back to another moment of regret. (laughs) Cause the Hojo even has like those retro themed Disney rooms. Yes. Thank you, Cody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me grounded. I, I shouldn't Remi- re- reminding me that I am just one big pathetic loser. <laughs> I shouldn't mention the stack of attraction posters that I have signed by Bob Gurr. I should just leave those in the closet. I'm like, this is one of the happiest moments, one of the happiest memories. Yeah, but do you remember the fact that you did this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for tarnishing that one too, Cody. <laughs> I just, I had to know if like you. And maybe you weren't even in the building at the time, but like there was a chance you might have been in at least the same building, the same hotel property as Bob Gurr. And I just had to ask. Yes. Yes. There was a very, I was indeed at the same place, at the same property as him. And I did not capitalize on it. (laughs) Next time. Next time. Next next yeah. time. Yes. I may never get a chance to meet Bob Gurr again, but uh or or be in a room with him, but doggone it, I'm gonna try. So we'll see. 
All right. Well, that's awesome. Uh, thanks for the recap. Of um, course. And only uh, like 300 and what, 50 something days till the next one? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I can't did wait. They, they didn't announce the date, just the theme, right? They did not announce the date yet, no. Okay. So, did, I mean, did he even allude that it would be roughly the same time, like he, he early did February? Not, he did not at all. So okay. it, could, it could be next June for all I know. Man, I hope not. That year we were there, it felt like June. It was, <laughs> it was, it was 90, 95 degrees in like yeah. February which, 13th. Which was part of the reason why March didn't feel well, because <laughs> yeah. it was – it yep. was crazy. It was crazy hot for for a February. Uh, yeah, we're, we're there. We're there a couple weeks ago in January, and it's and it's fifty degrees. So yeah, and pouring rain. Yeah, and pouring rain. So none none of us ran the the gumball rally several years ago where it was pouring rain. We thought it was going to rain this year, um, and it actually did start raining like right at six thirty, <laughs> like yeah, right as nice. the as the race was ending, and we were all at the and we were all at the hotel. It started raining outside, so. But uh, man, it had yeah, to have been nice we it. to to be there. I mean, you mentioned it earlier, but just to be at that hotel to not have to get worry about getting there that morning, and then at the end of the night, it's like, okay, well, our room's just down the hall or whatever. It's like you don't yeah. got to get in the car and drive down the street and yep. you know take twenty no, minutes was, to get to your, to your hotel. It was fantastic. It was so nice to be able to just walk to the next building and crash. Man, it, so every time we go, which these days isn't that much. It's like, I always want to stay close by to the, the entrance there, but it's just like, man, those hotels are just so dang expensive. Yeah. I've wanted to stay at the Anaheim hotel a few times, but it's just like, you know, it's like, you're not finding it for less than $180, $200 a night. No, no, yeah, we just, like, uh, yeah. we just swapped over to the, to that hotel for the, I, was I talking to James about it or you? I think too, you mentioned Cody? it when we recorded last yeah, week. So, yeah, it's not, uh, it's a little more expensive than the ones where I guess you guys stay. Yeah. Uh, I just like the Anaheim Hotel. I, I like the vibe. It's not, it's not as, I mean, it's well, it's, it's kept up. It's not dirty, but mm-hmm. it's not brand new. It's, uh, it's recently renovated, but it's got the, it's got the like the old feel of like you're you're in the fifties and sixties. So Yeah, the mid century um, modern. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, it's I I I like it. But, uh, and, and, and it is really close. You know, you cross the street, you're just one block down. So Yeah. Yeah, I liked their vibe, but I got a bad taste in my mouth when Lucy and I showed up that that year to to get our packet, you know, the day before or whatever, whenever they were doing the packet pickup. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, they ask what time you are going to pick it up so they can have somebody there. And we decided to go, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half before the time we said, cause we just figured there'd be somebody there that it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And it's like, it was on our way into the park that day, our first day. And it's like, we'll just stop by and get it now. So we don't have to worry about trying to do it later after we come out of downtown Disney, we'll just do it now on our way in. And it was like when they happened to go on lunch break, you know, from just <laughs> hanging out in the lobby for packet distribution. And so I walk in and nothing really appears obvious. And so I go up to the, the registration desk at the hotel and he said, hey, I'm just curious where the, the packet pickup is for the gumball rally. And 
they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what's a gumball rally? And it's you, like you, you it's, talked know, to the one giant or... event that's being held at your establishment this weekend. I, you talked to the one are or we two doing people an that event? didn't know. Like, it was like I walked off the street with crazy pills or something. Yeah, when I got there, I think I got there along with James. We walked in and they were sitting right there. We grabbed our packet yep. and we were out. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I. I don't know if I ever shared with you, but we were, we stayed at the Westin that year, and at the time frame that you were looking for them, they were actually over at the Westin having a drink. <laughs> I don't know if I ever shared that with you or not. <laughs> I think you did tell me afterwards. Well, because I I had messaged, uh, I forget what her name is, uh, Michelle. Michelle, Michelle. yeah, um, who's awesome. Said, Who's hey, awesome? Like we're here. And, we're and, a little bit early. Just, just just to clarify, as as Cody's sharing this 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 story that leaves a bad taste in his mouth, we just want to focus on the one point of the story that's most important. Where he did not show up at the time that he said he was going to show up. <laughs> he showed up true. an hour to an hour and a half before the time. Yes, unexpected, without telling anyone, and was hoping that someone would still be there. So, just to make sure that no one thinks that Mice Chat or Michelle or Dusty or anyone else did. <laughs> anything underhanded or anything that they shouldn't have because they're entitled to stop for a drink and stop for lunch. Also, it was Cody that showed up at the wrong time. I just want to make sure that we, we make note of that. I would also just like to add, there's a bar at the Anaheim hotel and a restaurant attached. They didn't need to go that far. (laughs) However, yes, I did show up earlier than I stated. However, I didn't, I didn't know we'd actually be around that early in the day, and we were. And so I just figured, I know other people are picking up their packets today. It's like, they've got to have somebody there. However, and, and I, I just want to say, Michelle is awesome. Dusty's awesome. Oh. Everyone that does that event is awesome. And they were complete. And complete, Cody, yeah. Cody, you are awesome as well. <laughs> I understand that I showed up. I love everybody. Way before I said I would. And they clearly thought they didn't have any commitment to be there. So they went and had some lunch and a drink, which is within well, their rights. It's, but it, it's not that they didn't think they had any commitment to not be there. They, they didn't. didn't have any commitment to be there at that time. And then, but it was like, okay, I don't want to, I really didn't want to have to come back. I just wanted to take the bus or whatever back to the hotel Yes. At the end of the evening, it's like I didn't want to have to come back to the Anaheim Hotel, then go back to the bus pickup across the street. And it was just like, yeah, we'll just do it now. And so then right. I refused to go anywhere once I figured <laughs> out that they weren't there. And it's like, I, I guess we just sit here and wait. And I eventually messaged Michelle on Instagram and I had messaged Dusty and Dusty actually got back to me first. And he says, oh, so sorry. We stepped out for lunch. We'll be back at whatever time and it was right around the time i said i'd be there and and it was like okay sorry sorry lucy this kind of sucks but i guess we're we're sitting here until somebody (laughs) shows up and she was completely until somebody shows up to meet us at the time that we agreed to meet them (laughs) and she was a completely apologetic because it's like we were sitting there when she walked in she's like i just need to run to my room and grab all my stuff and i'll be right back (laughs) It's like no problem, you know. It's like I felt bad, but it was it completely no fault to Mice Chat or Michelle or Dusty, but it was kind of frustrating. But it was my own fault. But the biggest issue was that there was just no direction at all, and that the hotel was like 
what's a gumball rally? Like they had no idea this thing was going on. Did you did you share that story with Dusty? Or, or no, I never Michelle did. When they came up, no. I, I might have told Michelle I had asked and didn't get and, much direction, which is when I then yeah. started reaching out on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff to be like, and, am I in the wrong place? And fun fact, is anybody he, looked here? For that, he looked for that same employee the next day, but that poor employee got terminated due to <laughs> not knowing about the gumball rally and Cody's constant <laughs> <laughs> depicting of the story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Jason, Jason keeps subtly trying to end this and we keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Two and a half hours in. We're going to get, we're going to get out of here. Uh, so if you happen to be still listening, thank you for yes. making it this far. We appreciate thank you. you. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to, to us talking. Yep. So before we do get out of here, let me, um, let's see if you want to check us out on Facebook, Facebook, uh, go to at talking Disney podcast on Twitter at talking Disney at talking Disney podcast on Instagram, on TikTok at talking Disney podcast. Um, search for the YouTube channel. Just search for at talking Disney podcast, email us talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and check out the website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will be loaded before making its way out to the various streaming services. So that's all we got. Uh, like Jim said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank um, you. If you are listening and you've been to the Gumball Rally, hey, shoot us an email, share your thoughts. Um, or if you're interested in going and you want some advice, shoot us an email and James will give you some good advice. <laughs> we need like if a referral code so we can get if it, discounted admission for our own Gumball Rally if we get the, X amount of people to sign the up. The advice for him this year is if it's <laughs> – if it's one point per ride, time matters. If it's multiple or variable points, attractions, attractions matter. matter. Points, then attractions. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, again, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us. Yes. Thank you. And uh, until next time, we will talk to you later. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. Oh, my see. See you real soon. K-E-Y Why? Because we like you! Be careful getting home. Bye-bye.